Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 42. I am your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Chrissa SJE. Chrissa, I told the people we was off, but you hit me up. He's like, nah, Lynn, man, we got to give an episode to the people because they got some stuff that we got to talk about. We got to keep the My Hero fans up to date. And next week is the Anime Talk Awards, so we wanted to give Facts. them this is a Christmas present. Yeah, first of all, you know what I'm saying? First of all, like you said, you know, Anime Talks next week. I mean, not Anime Talk. Anime Talk Awards are next week. So it's going to be a big week, and we want to kind of give that its own thing. Just because, like, this week we got two dope-ass episodes of My Hero and two dope-ass episodes of Fire Force. Yeah. Imagine coming back from this, like... And having three episodes on top, and then, It'll like, probably be four, you know what I'm saying? Because we might not... We, we probably wouldn't have time to do... Well, we might. Maybe. But, but it would just be too much. It like, would be a it, lot. Because the Anime Talk Awards themselves is going to be... A fire show, like yeah, we're, we're, that's gonna be. Lit. If we covering three episodes of some of the hottest episodes, it might be like a five hour episode. Cause like I got a lot to say about these new Fire Force episodes and these new My Hero episodes, and we we in the golden age of anime again, bro. Yeah. I, I, mean, and I feel it's like Jump Festa right now. We got announcements. Not a major Jump Festa like last year with all the Jump Force stuff, but still some nice Facts. tidbits dropping. This so. time next year, uh, I might, yeah, I might have um, like. Well, I say this. I say I, I might uh, have to have a stand-in because I'm going to be at Jump Festa, but motherfucking, we might be at Jump yeah, Festa. For it might real. Be, we might both be out there. Shout out, shout out to Shonen Jump. Shout out to Crunchyroll 100. Facts. Like, oh, and shout out to this episode. Might as well do it. They're, they're sponsoring the Anime Talk Awards, but gotta tell, I want to tell you guys about our sponsor, one of the sponsors, because we could do multiple, but one of the sponsors of Anime Talk in 2020, Pure Fiction Collectibles on Ambassador Street by the Walmart. Look, the, for people in Lafayette, Louisiana, that always are like, where can I get anime figures? Where can I get anime posters? Where can I get manga? Where can I get uh, book sacks, clothes, gear, and not have to go to Barnes & Noble, not have to go to FYE, get the generic stuff? Mm-hmm. Pure Fiction Collectibles are for you. And if you don't want to see games or comics, like you don't want to go to Ambooks 2, you don't want to go to the game store, Pure Fiction Collectibles is 100% an anime store. Like, you can, when you guys see the Anime Talk Awards, you'll see some of the figures that they sold us. We have the set built, one of their posters. So, like, really good store for Lafayette, Louisiana, in the community, because there's not an anime store in Acadiana. So, exactly. If you live close to here, you should definitely check out Pure and Fiction see, Collectibles. I'm, I'm that guy you were talking about. I'm that motherfucker who's in the city, like, I gotta drive to fucking New Orleans or Baton Rouge or somewhere out of town or like I, I gotta go somewhere to actually get the or nine times out of ten I'm just ordering them online. Yeah, I'm going on Crunchyroll.com. You know what I'm saying shout out to Crunchyroll and uh they got the whole fucking uh, what's it called the Sezzle payment plan type shit so that you could get Buku shit for the low. But I usually get my you know what I'm saying my my and then a lot of the other figures I gotta get are like exclusives from Japan and shit. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting them offline, but. Having a place in town, like if y'all go over there, y'all will see me there because first of all, they sponsor us, so I'm gonna go show love. I'm gonna be in there pulling up, chopping up with them. First of all, and then second of all, if they got the shit, every time I get a check, like I like to blow every yeah. at least a ten percent, five percent of every check on an anime figure. So it is something that has become a habit now, and it's like we're gonna we're gonna keep it up. So shout out to Pure Fiction Collectibles. A lot of good stuff coming in 2020. But let's start off the show, man. So the second My Hero anime film, uh, Two Heroes, 
is going to be out in America and Canada in early 2020. The rumor is that it'll be out by February 2020, but it's out in Japan right now. Are you excited for this movie? Here, Koshi said he cried when he watched the final cut. Really? Was, yeah. That's that's heavy. Yeah, that's real heavy. But um, I'm excited to see it. The only thing is having it something having it as soon as February is like. I'm an anime guy. I'm not a manga guy for my hero. You know, I, I read manga, but, it, but I don't it, read my hero. But it doesn't hero. have anything to do with it. Like, I, this is something I, I don't know anything about but either. But th- they say this movie takes place after oh, a certain, this arc. You know what I'm saying? Ah, the time. Oh, and I had to tell somebody about the timeline. Okay, so I this movie takes place after the villain's arc in the manga. And that's like the arc after the arc the anime is on right now. That's so like two there, arcs after. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we're getting, it's, the movie's going to take place after that arc, and we're getting that movie not even before this one arc is done. Like, I'm, if, if it's, it, it seems to be, you know, a complete standalone. Yeah, I don't thing. think it's going to spoil anything. Uh, yeah, and I, I hope it won't spoil a I, lot I of mean, new shit. I just don't know, because see, there's a rumor you, that. You know more than me about what's, what they've introduced as far as new powers, new things. And that's what I was going to say. They said that Deku's going to be able to use all, one for all 100%. What does that mean? Does that mean. He can, yeah. I don't want to say. I don't want to say because that's rude. Yeah, and I can't wait. I can't wait to uh, get to the my hero review because we saw him do some one for all type shit uh, to, in this episode. We are gonna talk about that later. But just seeing where we're at and the quality of season four, uh, story wise, animation wise, and just my hero, they don't they don't lack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, so they I'm excited never... for this movie because this is something like like you said. This is new content. And see, and the first movie the, was good. Yeah, the first movie was like. So I'm excited for this. They have a crazy villain. It looks like Bakugo and Deku are going to fight the hero by the villain by themselves. Of course, the class is going to be involved. But And the trailer was so dope, too. Yeah, no All Might in this movie. So Because All Might was a key factor to why they won last time. And De- All Might is gone. Yeah, Deku's on his own. It's him and Bakugo going to have to save the day. I wonder if Todoroki plays a big part in that. From the trailer, it looks like everybody's going to have a little bit. Like, you saw Chaco getting ready to fight. You saw the... the- but you saw them two little kids. It was like... Bakugo, Deku, save us. Oh, yeah. They're going to be the stars of the show. Yeah, that's But it's, it's yeah. just like Battle of Gods was, you know, Vegeta, I mean, not Vegeta, uh, Goku versus Beerus. But before Goku versus Beerus, they had to warm up the movie for, um, you know, they had to uh, get Gohan versus Beerus, fucking Boo versus Beerus, Gotenks versus Beerus. Vegeta. Vegeta versus Beerus being the longest one before you get Goku. Then you get practice Goku fight, real Goku fight. Same thing with, like, the uh, One Piece. You get to see all, like, Stampede. Yeah. Not, to, not to spoil anything if you haven't seen it, but you get to... Before the Sanji. big boss fight, you get to see everybody come out and kind of then they got the supernova. The supernovas get a battle. Yeah. yeah, bro, they had so many callbacks to so many different characters on that on that fucking battlefield and Stampede. Stampede's winning an anime talk award. Like, I'm sorry, I, I, it, it has to. Yeah, but the thing about it is, one. Piece I'm not is, giving it to Broly. One Piece not. is the goat. Like, One Piece is just goat shit. You know what I'm saying? Broly came out in 2019 too, though. That's the thing. Broly I, started the year. That's going to be a real hard one for me. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the Broly movie. But the Stampede movie uh, impacted me differently. Yeah, that was um, nuts. It felt like the Avengers for anime. <laughs> like, whenever I saw certain shit in the Dragon Ball movie, you know what I'm saying? It hit hard and uh, it called back to my inner kid. It called back to my Dragon Ball stand side. But other than that and the fights, it didn't hit a lot of the same, um, you know, like really. One Piece hit you in a bunch of different angles. Like Dragon Ball hit me in like specific angles and they hit me hard. And also, those. does it? I, I feel like it hit you harder because One Piece has something that's tied to the main lore that everybody's been waiting to figure out. And it's like, oh, shit, this movie gave us this. But like, One Piece gives you so much every time. Us, you know, like, what did it give us new? Hopes for 
a new series. Yeah, hope, hope for Broly <laughs> returning in the future franchise. And but that's wh- about it. And look, womp, womp, womp. As of this co- recording, no announcements on Jump Festa. And no people were predicting yet. that. I know you was ready. Ah. It might it might be an offer. It might still happen. It still might happen. You know, it's gonna happen. The thing is, this is a cow they're gonna milk forever. But when is uh quint- like not quintessential, but it's 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 essential. Like, but I wonder, does this become like Bleach, where everybody's still no. waiting on the hundred year blood war to be? The animated? difference is Bleach got cut. <laughs> you could look at how Shonen Jump pushes their newer series next to their older series, and the ones that they're next to, it's never. Bleach, it's never Shaman King because Shaman King isn't a Shonen Jump property anymore. And it seems like they're trying to fizzle out Bleach that way as well. I've heard a lot of rumors of what Bleach, uh, the uh, Tight Kubo and, you know, the Bleach's creator and Bleach's franchise is going to go into the future as far as video games and extra content. But Dragon Ball is... I'm shocked Tight didn't do anything new. Like, Kishimoto's got some Oda still growing. Like, I'm shocked Tight didn't want it to do something. Bro, they're still milking Naruto with Boruto and... Um, Boruto he, is not doing as good as Super did, but not to me. But but, but uh, the manga anime, well. yeah, the an, yeah, the and this, this is well. the thing. When Dragon Ball came back, it was it was fucking manga and anime, and it was such a sloppy uh, execution of both. And Boruto manga versus anime, Boruto's manga is clearly way ahead people of the say anime. That's amazing. Uh, there are certain part of the anime that keeps people uh, watching and keep people saying it's still worth peeping out even though it's not god body like naruto was but dragon ball super uh even though it was a sharp decline from z um millions of people were still watching the tournament of power the universe six tournament Some people the liked it more than GT. i liked it i don't want to say i liked it more than gt i did i did like it more than gt as a whole as a story but i like gt's transformation i like certain more. arcs of gt i was just, i was just talking to one of my homies about this like two or three days ago gt Gets a lot of flack for its trash because GT had a lot of trash in there. Let's oh, be honest. 100%. But, but GT gave us the best form Goku and Vegeta ever had. And the, to, begin, to be honest with you, the beginning of GT was garbage. They tried to re emulate Dragon Ball, they tried to do too much with um, going in a direction that Toriyama didn't necessarily dictate they go in. Been so they go, tried to do their own. They nerfed Goten, Trunks, and Goku. They should've... nerfed Trunks, they nerfed Goten, they nerfed everybody. Like, I didn't need to see They brought Pan. us Pan, they brought us Kid Goku. The thing I understand what they were trying to do, but halfway through the series they realized that this wasn't the fuck that wasn't it, Chief. You know what I'm saying? So then you start seeing Baby touchdown with the Tuffle shit. You start seeing Android Super Android 17. You start seeing Super Saiyan 4 get introduced. Fire stuff. Uh, the 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 Shadow Dragon balls and the Shadow Dragon or the Black Dragon Black Star Dragon balls and the Shadow Dragons, whatever you call them, like yeah. with Omega Shinron. The Omega, yeah. Uh, great villains from Baby to Omega Shinron to just the concept of Black Star. Dragon I loved balls. a Super Android 17. Uh, GT had a uh, iconic ending whenever i saw the end the last episode of gt as an made adult me sad. it made me sad but it definitely was one of those tear jerking like we're gonna hit you in the fields moments and yeah. they did that so well and then the end of super is just like open-ended right. they we fight they would never end the a, a series as iconic as dragon ball on that note and it seemed fitting for it to end on the note that GT ended on. So you know Super's coming back. It's just a matter of when. You know what I'm saying? We shall and see. I feel like they're waiting on perfect timing. Like, to be honest with you, we, we spoke on this last episode a lot, but they don't really need it right now. They got no. One Piece killing shit. They got Demon Slayer, Promised Neverland, Doctor Stone, Jujutsu Kaisen. There's all new shows. And like I said, One Piece and Naruto's continuation series is still going. Naruto's creator's giving a Samurai 8. We just got so much fucking content. It's, it's a like, lot of good stuff. They don't gotta... Maybe whenever they're having an off, like if, they, if, they, if Demon Slayer season 2 is taking too long, 
film animated and Promise Neverland season uh, three is going to be a while and One Piece Wano shit is coming to an end. Maybe we'll get Super back again. Yeah, I think it's going to come back when Wano is getting ready to take a little break. But I feel like there ain't no if. It's going to come back, even if it's when I'm an older, older adult. You know what I'm saying? Dragon Ball is too too big of a cash cow like they want to we'll milk see. one piece forever you know what i'm saying they want to milk naruto sure. forever it's clear at how they're doing it Oda said that shit gonna end when he like when he done that anime ending but imagine them being like uh Oda, you we know we're doing i don't no, we know it's done but let's just get a movie you know what i'm saying it's gonna be like kishi can we do a not canon movie please Oda. it's gonna be like kishi it's gonna be a like game Ki- maybe kishimoto was done and they was like, Kishi's like, do what you want with it, but like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. Like, and once you know Kishimoto's done, it's over with. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, I think that's gonna be the same for like, nah, man. They, I don't want to see anybody else but Inchiro Oda writing One Piece. And I think that was a lot of reason why people left Dragon Ball. When you get to GT, it's like this isn't Toriyama. It's clearly not Toriyama. It's clearly written by a Toriyama fan, but this is not. It's, it's missing all key Toriyama elements. Funny enough, it's it's something similar to what Star Wars is going through right now. I know you're not a big Star Wars fan, but I've to, been hearing a lot of talk to those people who watch Star Wars. People are upset at Disney because it feels like fan fiction. Ah, uh, and see, and that's, that's the what same you never GT. Super, well, Super was Toriyama's script, so I feel like it, it's not as bad as but a GT Boruto. GT felt like a fan fiction almost. GT definitely felt like a fan fiction, but that's why it wasn't as, it's, it's not as well received as people would want it to be. People like me and you would want it to be, because we understand it can't be up there. It's not top tier anime. It's not top tier Dragon Ball content, but there are certain aspects of that show that I are really, so big. I really love the monkey Ozaru. Like, I thought that's something where. That was a great callback. Golden Ozaru. Yeah, Blue just lacked in that, where like Super Saiyan God Blue, okay. Yeah, if we're talking Super versus GT. Super Saiyan Blue is no Super Saiyan uh, God even, and even Super U- Saiyan Blue. Even Ultra Instinct is not as cool as like or Super impactful. Saiyan Four. Like yeah. it wasn't as cool and it wasn't as iconic. Like Ultra Instinct was an iconic moment. They could have made it cool if they would have dived more into the angels backstory and how like Ultra Instinct something they do. It's and like, they may. I feel like they may. With, well, that's going on. Oh, Mirus and uh, and we could we could really get into a but whole, that's some spoiler shit. We like, could really get into a whole debate about the whole where Dragon Ball's going in the future, going based off of what they've given us anime wise. Let's bring and that back in twenty twenty. That'll yeah. be a twenty twenty thing. Especially since we're not getting Dragon Ball back, so yeah. we could speculate on what's coming for the future. Uh, educated guesses. We're getting new chapters every month, so well, by twenty twenty is gonna be the best time to talk about that. One hundred percent. Well, next up, the Promised Neverland second season is coming later than we anticipated. It was announced in Jump Festival that October twenty twenty. Is when we will get the second season. Chris, I know you were saddened by this. What's your thoughts? I thought we was getting it in fucking January, man. <laughs> like we're, we're not getting it in January no more. <laughs> no. Like what is going on? The thing with me is I'm not as mad that we're not getting it in January, but I feel like or I wouldn't be if I didn't expect it. I feel like they had a didn't they have an announcement saying that it was coming it, back? In I, I thought they were going to be back February, April. Like February, April. beginning, beginning 2020. I was expecting that. Like October is like ah, that's a year from now, damn near. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, if they're gonna make it, it fire, if it comes out good, I'd rather them not rush it because Dragon Ball Super taught me a lesson with Episode Five that when it gets rushed, One Piece. When it I mean not One get, Piece, uh, Lord, excuse me, I'm sorry, One Punch Man. One Punch Man season two. When it doesn't get that care that it deserves or needs. It would be better just to, Wait. not saying not come back at all, but I mean, Attack on Titan took a, a long-ass break from season one to two, and that hurt it at that moment, but they hit you with season three right after season two. Um, no animation quality drop-off, whereas One Punch Man had drop-off. Exactly. Super had drop-off. Because so. One Punch Man made you wait two years. One Punch Man came yeah. out like right after Attack on Titan, a year after, or two years after. 
if I'm not mistaken, One Punch Man. I felt like we waited for three years. Wasn't it the same? For yeah, Attack on Titan? it came out the same years. Attack maybe like a couple months after Attack on Titan, but right before My Hero. Exactly. So we got all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Around the same time, one made us wait and came back with quality. The other one made us wait and came back with that fuckery. So Dragon Ball Super took a fucking 15 year break and came back with that fuckery. So if if we see Promise Neverland come back and it's like, ooh, this looks wonky. I, I remember I expressed this on one of the last episodes. Um, I watched the anime of, of Promise Neverland, but when I tried to read the manga, it didn't hit the same. Just like when I watched the anime for Demon Slayer, before we even get to episode 19 and the shit that drove people crazy, I was already reading it. I was already almost caught up because that manga is appealing to me in a way that I love the little derpy looks that he, that the, uh, the author does. I love the way they make the, the action scenes look uh, iconic. Uh, and it gives me just enough to where I want to see it animated still, but I love seeing it while reading. Yeah. Um, Promise Neverland, none of what impacted me, kind of reread, and a lot of it is surprise. A lot of it, it, a lot is, of it is surprise, yeah. But whatever I, I read, what see, I watched, I think it it's didn't hit be, the same. I think it's going to be different after this season. Because then it gets real, it goes from being thriller. Mm-hmm. to more action thriller and that's what i'm seeming too like no spoilers uh this is about as much of a spoiler as somebody who doesn't hasn't read the manga uh knows but i've been seeing promotional shit and these motherfuckers are strapped now yeah no facts so when i saw that i'm like okay this show is going in a different direction but you could already tell you could already tell that because when you get to the end of season one they're no longer in the walls of that fucking farm. Yeah. So they're already in the real world and we know nothing about this real world besides well, there are demons out there they're that in eat the, motherfuckers. Yeah, they're in the, let's not say the real world. They're in this world. They're in unknown territory. Yeah. So un- anything yeah, anything could happen. Before you kind of understood what was going on, not saying while you're watching the first and season you knew. what's in this unknown territory? Is it humans? Is it demons? Is it animals? What's in there? We, we don't know. And the it, thing is, it could be anything. It could be action. It, it could it, be more mystery. It could be both. It's so gonna, I'm excited. It's definitely gonna be both, but they can't do that tag shit no more. They gotta, they gotta get weapons. Like, yeah, just th- running away. Like, there's things trying to kill them now. The thing is with me, when I when I originally watched Promise Neverland, it hit <coughs> super, super, super hard to the point where, you know, I didn't read the manga, but at the end of every episode, I was like, what am I gonna do now? Like at the at the, when the episode ended, I was like, how am I gonna get through this next week knowing? That I have to wait six days. Like every oh, day I'm sitting there like four days to promise Neverland. I think I wasn't feeling, even doing that for super. I think that feeling's gonna be there, but it's gonna be more so where with Demon Slayer, I know you necessarily didn't like the art of the manga, but the art kind of changed like it, it becomes more of an action based story. So it's like In the manga? Yeah, as well. So it's like relies less on the horror tropes and becomes more action, but they still have surprises in there, but it's like it's more story than it is horror. So uh. it's gonna be more where like Demon Slayer where I feel like after an episode, it's like, bro, I can't wait. Like, this shit is out. Like, they guys, like, I want to know what's going down. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, I think with Promise Neverland, the manga was super overhyped, and I was expecting more than what I got. Um, as far as quality-wise, I remember I watched, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was Mother's Basement on YouTube. Uh, he had did that whole video talking about horror and how it's done in anime versus yeah. how it's done in manga. And he was like, bro, I've never really turned. And not it wasn't just him, but there were people on Twitter saying, like, bro, I've never gotten a jump scare from a manga or a book. Like, I've never gotten a, a book jump scare. Shit, I, no, I did too. Like, same thing. No, I I got those. Like, when I got to, when I hit those, I understand how those would impact. And I'm, I'm when I'm reading it, after already watching and see, it. see, I think that's the difference. But the thing is, I'm, I'm trying to. Um, if you'd have read it first without having any knowledge of it. But what I'm saying is, I'm mindful of that as I read it. I'm mindful as, okay, this, the, the. I, this is not my first time reading it, but when the, the shit pops up, I'm going to see how it hits. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting the impact of that. 
they executed that excellently. Like I love the the jump scares, but just the the regular scenes. Like you know how I told you how in um Demon Slayer there's like these these non-action scenes where it's a lot of talking, Tandro's in a hospital bed, the swords niggas are like, stop breaking my swords. Like I'm watching, I'm reading that and just the derpy faces and just the like goofy way that she draws the characters in just this time of peace versus how she does the action. I could appreciate the action a lot, but a lot of people would say, you know, the action is uh not animated, but drawn well. But the the other scene, it's too sloppy. It's not it's not perfect. It's derpy. But like That's when I'm watching Promise Neverland, it, the the mood of Demon Slayer was goofy. Whenever they were doing the goofy faces, the mood was calm when you see the calm, you know. But whenever you're watching, I'm reading Promise Neverland. It was like parts where exposition was serious, and it just looked a little wonky to me compared to the anime. I saw the anime first, and I guess I got spoiled because the yeah. anime was beautiful. And if they make season two beautiful, I'd wait until 2021. I wouldn't want to, but you would. But I would if they came with quality, especially if they didn't give us another. I'm not saying weak ass, but they gave us another weak ass fucking 12 episodes. Give us 24 episodes. They might this time. I I feel like this is gonna. But it could also end Attack on in Titan? 12. Well, Attack on Titan did it reverse. Attack on Titan did 23, then 12, then 23, or 24, or whatever. I could see this ending in 12, because I know exactly where they would end it. And it would be the same thing like last season. I just be want more content. Like, not at the cost of the quality, but damn, bro. Like, I, I was telling I, like, you. Like, I know exactly where they would, like, pinpoint. And it's, it's, the, it's a bigger cliffhanger than last season. Huh. If they leave, because this cliffhanger... This cliffhanger was good. Nah, this one's nuts. This cliffhanger, I could wait till the next season because you didn't leave me on a cliffhanger. And we're going to speak on this a little bit later. But Attack on Titan, that cliffhanger from the first season and the cliffhanger from the second season, there's no way I would have been able to stop watching that for a fucking a year or even a season, bro. Like, I, that's one of the ones where I'd have been like, bro, so y'all telling me we're not getting another episode of next week? That's where that shit ends? Especially if it was on some, like... When Attack on Titan came out, it was like you got to the end of season one and it was a long ass wait before season two. So I'm sitting there thinking, I'm watching this shit spoiled late as fuck. But I'm imagining the people who was originally watching it, like, how sucked. the fuck did they just wait? Sucked. And then there was no even news. It's So I'm like, how the fuck are you sitting there? You don't even know when it's dropping. But I'm, I, I say that to say this I'm super thankful that they are keeping us updated. They're not making us wait three to four years. So I'm, I'm excited to see what we're. Uh, we're going to get. I'm just ready. I'm ready for all this new content. Uh, uh, hopefully, with Jujutsu Kaisen starting and all this other shit starting, I don't know what the top of 2020 is going to be looking like, but hopefully they keep us entertained because this year, literally, no season was an off-season. Yeah, it was fire all year round. Next up, we got the Toonami schedule for the beginning of 2020 with uh, in January. So, these times are Eastern Standard Time, so in Central, it would be 10, uh, 10.30, 11, 11.30, 12, 12.30, 1, 1, 2 30 and then uh uh three three yeah then three three okay so at 11 eastern standard time my hero academia season four then dr stone then one punch man season two fire force coming in at 12 30 food wars at one demon slayer black clover jojo's bizarre adventure the golden wind naruto shippuden the promised neverland and then attack on titan to finish out the night all right you could say I'm biased, right? Most most people who listen to the, the pod, most people who see me on Twitter will know I'm biased. People who know my age, know I'm a 90s baby, will know I'm biased to Toonami. But I always, always, always got to commend them. Like, I'm one of the people who I bought the Toonami box, the little merchandise, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Shit with just the, uh, the rare collectible shit. That's how big of a stand I am for these guys. They introduced me to Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball, Gundam. Now, there was a point in time whenever Toonami's, uh, Toonami had got canceled came back, got canceled again, had a long-ass gap, and then came back and was had a solid lineup. Uh, 
solid lineup as far as One Piece, Naruto, you know, Super, if I'm not mistaken. They've been around. Dragon before. Ball Z Kai. Dragon Ball Z Kai before Super. Um, and the thing is, they had some good shit, but what I got to say about now compared to then is, by the time they were airing episodes of Naruto, even if they were airing the new, like premiering the new dub episodes. It was so far behind. Yeah, like we've already seen all the sub. So One Piece, they're right now so far behind in the dub compared to the sub. So we're getting content. Uh, Tsunami was pushing the content to America the same way they used to, right? Uh, Japan been having Dragon Ball Z. We got it super fucking late as fuck. And they were premiering it to us week by week because we weren't watching the Japanese subs. Facts. Now we're in an era where we could. So I remember when Tsunami had first came back, it was hitting super hard. Now, every single title they have. Like, I remember whenever they were airing Hunter Hunter, I was sitting there like, okay, it's mostly hits. But now it's still got a couple things in there that, you know, I, I would replace with other things, but now we literally got all the heavy hitters. Five, and, you know, One Punch Man season two isn't the best, but we got One Punch Man, Fire Force, Food Wars. You know what I'm saying? We just got off of Hunter Hunter because it finished. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What else is on there? They uh, got uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind, which just finished the sub, so we about to... That's Dr. Stone, too. Dr. Stone's in there. Uh, Freaking Promise Neverland, even though that's already ended, they'd probably re-air. Or, it's, or it might not have ended it's, yet. I want to say it's almost done, if not. Yeah. If it didn't end already, because they did take a couple weeks off. And then bro. they got Naruto Shippuden still catching up. And that's cool, though. Like The thing is, <laughs> if you got all these other slappers... And it's all new content. Like, we getting the same, the dub the same day as the sub with Fire Force. Maybe not on Toonami. Uh, yeah, Toonami's going to be starting from episode one. I've been watching Fire Force on Funimation. So I don't know exactly where um, Toonami is as far as what episode they're on. They could be because uh, Fire Force took episode, took weeks off and Toonami may have not. See, I don't know. I know Dr. Stone's been airing on Toonami, though. I don't even know what episode it's on uh on dr stone but dr stone got like 20 sub episodes so it's probably still ongoing it's probably right in the middle or if not still at the beginning because i feel like they just started that not too long ago and i remember shit, that announcement i wonder where demon slayer is demon slayer is on episode 10 okay so i've been keeping up with it because you know i'm over critical of the dub yeah no, i know that's what people know me for being a dub nigga i'm not but people know me for like repping dub and and trying to defend dub. dub for this show for sure i defend dub a lot because i love sub and i love dub i just don't see why there's a need to have a war but whenever you see these kind of shows, to be honest with you, Demon Slayer so far hasn't shown me, um, you know, too much red flags. But it hasn't been hidden like the sub, though. Huh? My favorite characters haven't been um, haven't been introduced as well. Like, I think the last episode I watched, I don't know if I watched episode eight or nine. I know I didn't watch 10, the one that uh, aired two days ago. Mm. I've been catching up on everything else. But I definitely watched the last episode. I want to say it was eight or nine. It was the one where... Homeboy was coming out of the water and the ground and shit, and he had like clone demons of himself. It was right mm. before. Matter of fact, it ended off on uh, Muzan scratching that nigga behind the neck and Tandro being like, "Oh wait, do I save him or not?" Cliffhanger. You know what oh, I'm saying? so he about to meet. So he didn't even meet uh, Inosuke, Zenitsu. Yeah. So and those are two of the main characters. Well, Inosuke mainly was one of the main characters I had a problem with hearing. Uh, no offense to the voice actor. All I was given was a clip for the trailer, but whenever I hear Inosuke in that sub, he's like, ah. Like I can't even do it good, but he's like he just whenever he just screams. If this American English voice actor doesn't get that Inosuke scream right, I'm gonna be like, you ruined my favorite character, you know? Oh, because bro, just hearing that scream. Remember whenever he headbutted uh, Tanjiro in the back for no fucking reason, and Tanjiro was to like, me, "What was that the, for?" It's the Zenitsu uh, Tanjiro. Yeah, that as well. That's <laughs> another. That's another one like the fan base. If he doesn't get that Tanjiro, if he doesn't get the perfect whine, if he sounds too whiny and not funny enough, because the thing is that was super whiny. 
but it was, it was hilarious. hilarious. And yeah. it was it's such it makes Zenny Two such a lovable fan favorite character that if they make that any different, like I don't understand like how the manga was so because the, the reason what made the manga so great to me is that I started reading it before you know the hype train hit. You know what I'm saying? You know we've been watching this since day one. Yeah, my hype train hit as soon as that that whole forest arc started. So me reading it, I'm reading everything in Zenitsu's voice, uh, you know, in my head. I'm picturing them saying, I'm like, ah, oh, that's funny. See, I yeah, see I read it before animated. the voice and like, I don't know. It just Did you love Zenitsu or Inotsuke? As, uh, I, liked as as I liked Inotsuke, but I thought he was kind of different. Like he, he came off as like, I just, I pictured his voice a little different, but like it didn't change my love when I heard the sub. I was like, oh, okay. And then once the sub, their voice is just fat, fit in perfect. Because you remember, I got to the train arc before the show aired. Mm-hmm. And then when the show aired, I, I was stopped and just watched through the show. Bro, I remember by the time I got to that train arc, I was knee deep. Like by the time the show ended, I was knee deep into the... Uh, the uh, Yeah, you got me back on it. Red Light District shit. But bro... I remember whenever, like, whenever I was hitting you up, like, bro, I can't stop reading it. And then I, I just started, it. and he was like, "Damn, nigga, you already here." Even right now, I, I took like two or three weeks off. Same, me too. But I, I just caught up on it today. Like, I caught oh, up on shit. all the last three. I like, need to watch the. I gotta, I gotta read the last weeks in this week's. And I got, I got a big middle finger to all of you guys. I'm always gonna do this, but there's a big middle finger to all of you Demon Slayer haters. Oh, Demon Slayer's being covered, carried by the animation. Oh, Demon Slayer is just, you just want a show with great action, great characters, great comedy, great animation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the haters that just want to take, I saw somebody uh, on the timeline earlier say that the uh, the the fight between Tanjiro and um, Spider-Kid was fucking, was garbage and overrated. I was like, first of all, log off. Second of all, I'm not falling for this bait. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to reply to you. See, I thought you was about to talk about spoilers because I was about to say, see, that's why I read One Piece weekly. But see, that's why I'm I'm not getting spoiled for that shit. I'm reading Demon Slayer week by week. Because Demon Slayer doesn't, like, I don't think there's as many people caught up on our timelines. No, for sure. Because people people don't spoil that. Like, I'd have to look for it to find it. But see, One Piece... My hero, oh, you gotta read those. Yo, that shit sucks. Bro. My hero, I, I, I read the night One Piece drops because in the morning my timeline will be filled with spoilers. my hero manga niggas are some of the worst niggas. Oh, they are, time, and I love them because I'm in that community, man. So like, you already know, but One Piece, like to be honest with you, One Piece niggas be chilling out on the timeline. You kinda. can tell, you could tell there's a lot of One Piece fans that read it, but they try to keep a lot of shit that's to they, themselves. They keep wise. it for at least for a night. Like, the, like my the, hero motherfuckers like to spoil shit on purpose. Oh, well, yeah. The the One Piece dudes will post pictures of the of the art the next day. Like it'll like the night it drops. And the Demon Slayers, uh, they're good at getting them like the low quality right before they drop. Oh, the raws! Oh my gosh, the raw, the One Piece. And raws, it's not even bro. the raws as far as like high quality scans of it without. The no, 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 no. It's like, like screen- the bootleg. It's screenshot of the Japanese book on like a couch. Exactly, and that's what I, <laughs> bro. That's what I be the Demon that's Slayer the niggas, raws, bro. Like the real raws, especially recently. And I understand when Demon Slayer was doing. And not saying the manga is not in a climax right now, but I remember before the manga, like right now, the past few weeks, the manga's been not at a slow point, but it's been in a lot of exposition. Yeah, so. They're still posting like the little raws, like nigga, it's not even action. Yeah, you don't even know what they say. This is niggas talking, son. Why are y'all tripping right now? One piece does like, bro. I swear, every Wednesday at six or later, I'm looking for One Piece raws. Niggas be posting. I'm out here, bro. I gotta know, and And I can't even read it. I just want to see the pictures. It's the same way with um. My, with hero my hero, yeah, no facts. I'm and with you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm just one of them people. That I don't want to spoil Demon Slayer because if I got Promise Neverland spoiled for me, uh, I've been gotta admit I, I did well not spoiling Promise Neverland. You did excellent not spoiling Promise Neverland. I'm a good non-spoiler because I've read most of this shit. Like and I'm see, caught me, up. 
the like this is my thing, bro. When I was young, I always tell this little story. My mom used to bring me to fucking uh, you know, I had a subscription to Shonen Jump, or whatever. So that's how I got into all the Shonen manga. But when I would go to Barnes and Noble, I'd be trying to get the etchy shit. I'd be trying yeah. to get the fan service shit. So when I'm reading manga, I don't like reading manga to anime that's airing, you know what I'm saying? Unless it, it hits different. I'd be reading just random shit. Like, I, I read that fucking My Gal is a... Uh, See, my I Girlfriend is a Gal shit. I read uh, Zip Man because there's no anime. I read Samurai 8. There's no anime. Yep. If the anime is out, not saying what's the point of reading the manga, but I'm just going to wait for the anime. See, I, I'm glad I stopped reading Fire Force because, like, I caught up and now I'm watching the, I'm watching the anime every week because now it's hot and it's like... I'm I would not have been able to read I'm that manga. And to be honest with you, the manga probably hit super hard. No, the manga did. The manga hit hard for those weeks where you was like, "Oh, this is a three. Oh, this is a, this is a, this is a four. And I like love the uh, author, the mangaka. The week it was it, the manga was good for the week weeks to, to to where now it's like, okay, I'm just getting fire. I'm glad this is where I'm watching. Like you know, between the Benny Maru shit and like like before Benny Maru, all those. I'm glad I read through all that. Yeah, because um, that shit was boring. Yes, and, and <laughs> definitely to see it uh, see it animated. Like like how how you just said um, you glad you didn't watch it. I didn't read it, so I right around that point I'm sitting like, damn, Fire Force might be mid. But these past five six episodes, it's like, and mm. I would be able to read that too. But I would want to. I'd rather see That's, that anime. I'm, I'm glad I, I watched that. Yeah, and I'd rather have read what came before it. Same. So Fire Force is one of those ones that you know. I'd rather sit there and read them out because that's how it is for Bleach with me too. Like I'd rather just read a lot through a lot of the exposition. See the for real, bro. Because Bleach the the fights are hard, but I'm not saying I'm one of those niggas. Cause I've been I've been watching all of Bleach. I'm on episode like I tried one. to read Bleach and like just, I wouldn't be able to read the fights. It just didn't hit for me. I, I'm glad I like I just gotta watch it. Demon Slayer, I gotta read everything. But I, I watch it with the filler list. I only watch man, uh, manga canon and manga canon slash a little bit of filler. I do not watch any of those no, filler I episodes. That filler. I be skipping like fifty something. <laughs> Bro, bleach, bro, fuck that shit. Bleach ain't filler no just filler go, like bleach filler. It's so trash. It goes, it goes all random. Like they'll be in the middle of telling a story, and then boom, we going left, and bro. then right, and then left again before we go back to the story. I understand the the concept of filler, so filler doesn't bother me uh, because I don't fillers. have to watch it for a lot of the times. If Fire Force had a filler arc, I don't know how it would last. If motherfucking something that's dropping right now, like My Hero, I wouldn't be able to do it. But I could deal with Dragon Ball filler because it's very short and it's just in between arcs. But bruh, like... Bleach filler is ridiculous. All the big three. Naruto, One Piece, yeah. and Bleach filler. All garbage to me. Yeah, no, me too. The only like, filler... Can't justify any of them. Bro, Foxy is one of the most annoying characters of One Piece. Bruh. One of my least favorite characters. I hate him. hate when he pops up. Oh my gosh. I love the Luffy horrible. with a fro shit, but that's the only after, thing good. The thing is, you gave us Foxy right after Skypea, after that long bullshit uh. Inaru arc. And I know niggas love that arc. Inaru's a great character, but you gotta admit, that shit was overdrawn. No, I love, love, love that arc. Like, that's one of my favorite arcs. It's too long. But it is long as fuck. It's too... They, Bro, we got. You can't like drop episodes, filler right after that. There, there's like episodes where niggas that aren't even important are fighting, and we watching them fight, and then like we learn they backstory before we get to the whole shit. It's like, bro, I don't, I don't care about insert guy here. Like, I'm sorry. Facts, like, man, huh? The Naruto filler, the oh, whole the end worst. of like <laughs> the, before Shippuden, the, the, the whole Naruto, the whole end of Naruto was was filler. The whole the only end. one I like is the Kakashi story and the Itachi story. But that's and technically that's technically canon because there were books about that. Those were based off of the books, if I'm not mistaken, right? Um, like the Kakashi story was written. I remember when it dropped, it's like, oh, new Kakashi book. And it's, it wasn't a manga, it was a it was a novel. 
And I think they based a lot of his filler off of that. But it's stuff to, it's exposition for the character that you love. Like, we always want to know what Kakashi's time was in the Ambu, Itachi's time with the Ambu, Yamato's time in the Ambu Black Ops. So it's like, nobody. And we learn that. about Donzo. We learn more about the third Hokage. And that's we learn iconic. about Minato, too. And we just learn- Kakashi and Itachi are fan favorites to the point where they could have their own filler series and people wouldn't Even the Kabuto filler wasn't that bad. What makes me confused is that Rock Lee has his own spinoff series, spinoff parody series. Oh, his Chibi series? Yeah, yeah. his Chibi series but there's no fucking kakashi uh itachi none of that shit we just got boruto and we got tintin filler and bro that nobody wanted that no nobody wanted that <laughs> tintin filler nobody wanted that that no filler because t- first of all the, the the thing with the tintin filler is it seemed like it was going into like every character's um little story yeah infinite tsukuyomi shit so i'm, I'm watching that and i'm like okay one episode all right i didn't like it i didn't want it but all right Two episodes? All right, it's getting a little excessive. We got to like six episodes. I want to say it was, <laughs> let me say four minimum. Yeah. But, bro, it was four episodes Easy. that I had to, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and this is the point where I told you I watched Naruto late. But by the time I had caught up, I'm sitting there in the fourth wall like, ooh, this shit about to go down. Like, I, I got through, I didn't have to watch none of that. Uh, like, I was talking to my homeboy at work. He was like, bro, when I was a kid, he was like, yeah, I was watching was Naruto week to week. He's like, I didn't know what filler was. He was like, I was watching on side missions. And he was like, <laughs> It's cool, but he was like, I really want to see the Sasuke shit. When are they getting back to that? And then Shippuden dropped. And it was like, oh. And then they watch all that. I feel for him because that was me every week with Toonami with original Naruto. It was like, bruh. And then when I got to high school, it was like, oh, shit, the internet? I'm just going to pedal through. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, the internet? I'm, I'm going to just pedal through Shippuden real bro, quick on my own terms. All that flashback feeling, Yo, too. nah, bro. That shit was dumb. I skipped all that shit. Every week, bro. <laughs> And I will say that I went back and I rewatched a lot of filler after I caught up. But during the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is getting skipped. <laughs> That's how I would bleach right I'm now. I'm not watching none skip, of this. Skip. Oh, yeah, bro. That, that Rukia, bro, as soon as I got to the, the rescue, the end of the rescue Rukia arc. Oh, skip all that boy. shit. And this is the thing. I didn't, I didn't understand I, I was in the filler arc. I watched the first three episodes. And I was like, something ain't right. When I'm the on anime filler the list. Museum, I'm like, the oh, no. started falling. Son, I felt played that I fell for it. I felt played that I didn't think it was filler until like two episodes in. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? They was back at uh, Ichigo's school and shit. I was like, no. I'm like, and the, skip. And they're going to some museum dealing with some random ass people. Like, what the fuck is happening? But see me, I'm not I'm not one to bash Bleach as much as I did uh, before oh, I no, started me either. Because I was bashing Bleach. I'm loving Bleach right now. Like, I, it, it's it's keeping me entertained. And we're about to have to do an apology for the bashing of, and especially me. I bashed one Attack on Titan relentlessly. Oh, yeah, that's coming up later on in the show. But we're going to have to do an apology for Bleach and when we finish. I feel like right now... I'm like not 100% through Bleach and like Attack on Titan converted me 100% but Bleach I feel like it's not the best but it definitely has me respecting it more than I did. I'm like okay. Oh yeah I see why it's big three. I'm looking at it I'm like it's mid. To me the story is not the best but the art is God level. Like Taikubo is is a God tier artist. If we're going to be honest about Dragon Ball Super Dragon Ball Super is mid. But to me it's upper tier mid because we get good qualities. GT is mid but it's upper tier mid because it gives us great qualities. Bleach undeniably mid whereas I call uh, Ooh, One see, Piece I and give Naruto it, I, give it, I give it up to tier mid and that's what I'm saying it's mid but I, when I say Naruto and uh, oh, One God Piece body. are classics yeah. Dragon Ball Z classic Hunter Hunter Yu Hakusho classic to say you're in the big three versus a lot of other manga that were running around the same time it is there mid are, there are directions it's, the it's classic the I'll give them that and it's definitely innovative. character design the character and, design yeah. was definitely a a, a, a a breath of fresh air it was in that time and as well as a main through line antagonist that's been there from the jump 
Gotta see, give Taiku a credit for that too. I will say I, I do enjoy Bleach's comedy. I love the way it does certain aspects of showing, and I do enjoy. Uh, it's Edgy's done very, very respectfully, tastefully. Yeah. It's it's the thing. It wasn't fucking Tommy Oak. Uh, Tamaki, like I mean, whenever the uh, cat girl Yorichi uh, was first introduced, and she was like butt naked, and uh, Ichigo was like, "Oh my god, put some clothes on." I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm laughing because it wasn't overdone. It was very quick, very. And then Yorichi became badass, and she was she was badass. One of the strongest people in the show, badass. Well, they won as a as a cat, yeah. Yeah, when she wasn't, you know, what I'm saying, whenever she transferred form from cat to human form, looking or whatever you call it, form. Uh, but the, the thing about that is. I will call Bleach mid, but it's upper tier mid, and I don't shit on Super a lot, so I'm not gonna shit on Bleach a lot because it has, honestly, just great fights. And I love the, I kind of, I really like Grim Jow. I like uh, Urikiora. I like all the side characters. I like Uryu. I like Chad. Yeah, uh, I like I like all the captains. I like uh, Biakia now. Facts. I, I, I love like uh, Kimpachi. Yeah, I love Kimpachi. Uh, I love is I love Rinji. Love Renji. I love, love, love. love I didn't like Renji at first. I thought he was going to be See, whack. I didn't like Biakia at first, but now I like him. I, I don't know if I fuck with Biakia. Rookie's Ruki, brother. I don't, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I fuck with him or not. Like, I respect him, I guess, but I don't like him or dislike him. I'm kind of See, yeah, I don't dislike. See, maybe I'm just in the middle too, like you, because I used to dislike him, but now I don't dislike exactly. him. Like, at first, I didn't like him at all. Yeah. Like, especially when he first touched down with Renji. Oh, I didn't oh like Renji at all. Remember how I was like, I don't like Renji? Yeah. Or I didn't like Renji, but now I like him. Yeah, Renji's like, Renji a cool character. I didn't like, I like his Hitsuga- brother. I like Hitsugaya, too. Which one is Hitsugaya? Captain Ten, the ice nigga. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Toshiro? Yeah. Yeah, I fuck with, I fuck with them. Um, I fuck with a lot of the... the, the what are they, squad captains or whatever? Yeah, the go the Gote 13. I love them. They're, don't, they're all And look, if we're messing up right. some of these names, don't get mad at us because we're not like the biggest Bleach fans. But and we're, we're not that far love. into it. We're, not, we're, we're just getting introduced to these characters. Some of y'all have been like, honestly. With these characters for forever, yeah. If y'all, if y'all call Toguro something bad, you know what I'm saying? Toguro. If y'all, if y'all butcher his name, like, you know, I was calling Tanjiro Tanjiro. I still call Tanjiro Tanjiro. I be talking to niggas saying Hunter Hunter, and then I be talking to niggas who say Hunter X Hunter, and I slip the X in sometimes. Yo, it is what X, it is, nigga. We not Japanese. The so. X niggas make me laugh though. It, it does. <laughs> they do, but I, I throw it in I there feel, when I hear them throw it in there, just not to make them feel, feel bad. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. And for sure. It, it don't matter at the end of the day. But, oh, bro, I couldn't get Ochako's name right for like the first half of the show. Yeah, like, we was calling like we was calling we was both calling her Ochoa. Or yeah, Cho, or some we, shit. We said her name so many different times. And it was like, bad. So, I mean, so many different ways, but. I mean, yeah, we're not Japanese. It's a lot of the times when you're watching it um, in sub too, like we call Beerus Beerus. If you watch the, that movie in sub before, it's saying before we got an English dub, Beerus's name was Bills. You know, if you know mm. how to pronounce Japanese, you know the double L is like beat us, beat us. You know what I'm saying? But English translation is Beerus, but they're like beat us. And they were always saying that in the shit, but it wasn't really even just that. It was like beat us somehow. They say it fast. It's yeah. like, I'm not listening to when they say the name exactly how they say it, you know what I'm saying? At and, the time. And see, that's the thing. I, maybe I should do the dub to figure out names because I just be trying to catch what the, like, what the sub be Bro, saying because I, I call, feel like the sub is right. Nine I, kill, times uh, I kill. I call Kirishima Kirishima. Mm. And I still call him that. And I'll be watching the dub, and they'd be like, Kirishima. I'll be like, Kirishima. I'm like, oh, correcting I still, them. I still, I still call him Kirishima, too. Like, and I call him both sometimes, but usually it's Kirishima. Yeah, facts. No, facts. 100%. But that's all we got on the Toonami um, schedule. Next up, the final story is Dragon Quest The Adventures of Die, the game made by, or well, the game that Akira Toriyama did the art design for, is releasing a new anime, Fall of 2020. Shout out to our guy, Fade. He's super excited for this. For the players of Jump Force who've been picking die, or if you're a fan of the Dragon Force game, this new, uh, or Dragon Quest game, excuse me, 
this will be a good little uh, series for you. And the, the little trailer they dropped, a little promo uh, trailer, I enjoyed a lot. So, like, I'm excited for this. The art style looks amazing. I was always a fan of um, Dai's design and just all of Dragon Quest designs because I was one of those people who, as a kid, when I was young, young, the first uh, subscription I've had before fucking Shonen Jump, because my mom was big on me reading. She was like, if you got to read magazines, shit, at least you're reading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're reading reviews in the back about games. At least you're not fucking not reading at all and you can't read so i'm reading like the electronic gaming magazine and i could not my mom couldn't afford none of them fucking games you know i'm saying i'll play pokemon but that was a luxury to me even like that was the only game i had for game boy yeah unless my friends would give me some or some shit like let me borrow some but the point is uh i would always see like because dragon quest is an old game and it has a lot of different parts i, I think on ps1 game boy uh it was on a lot of different um, consoles. Consoles, and every time they would drop a new one, they would drop all the screenshots, and it would drop all the 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 high, uh, not high definition, but all the HD pictures of the the characters, like the art designs that Toriyama drew. And I was like, I didn't know Toriyama did that at the time. I didn't know that that was the same creator as my favorite yeah. anime at the time when I was like fucking ten. I would see it, and I was like, damn, they look badass. I want to play that game. Never knew anybody with it. Always, and even into my adulthood, but even when we get to um, Jump Force. He was always just a character that always appealed to me. The girls in the series who look like Bulma or like look Bulma-esque. Once I found out that Toriyama had something to do with that, you know, I, I, I gravitated towards it more. And I was like, damn, why do they not have a Dragon Quest anime? Why? You know what I'm saying? That's, that'll be dope. Now we about to get it. And don't let Fade cap to y'all on fucking Twitter. This nigga can't see me in Jump Force. He was like, yeah, I was whipping Crystal with him on Jump Force. Like, no, this is not happening. He yeah. beat me one time and I waxed that ass every time after that. For the next year, you know what I'm saying? There's only one, there's only like two people that beat me. It's those dudes at that tournament. Yeah, so I've I, never beat you in life. Shout out to those guys. I don't those... think I even got one round. No, I think you got one round. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe one, one round out of the fucking infinite, <laughs> like, bro. I don't know what it was because I was, I, I came in there cocky too because I was like whooping niggas' asses online. Yo, then the, that, that tournament was nuts. Nick, Nick fucking Logan threw that, um, through that Mardi Gras party. And we were performing, but before we performed, I wasn't like fraternizing, just getting drunk and every shit. I was just like literally locked in, beating anybody who wanted smoking jump for us for like four hours, probably more than that. You feel me? So I'm sitting there. I think I'm pretty good. Now I come try to, bruh, you just a whole nother level with that shit. It, I got to give you your props. But those dudes at the tournament, a whole nother, them dudes was fine. I'm glad I didn't play against them niggas. Them they was fucking niggas was cold. I'm glad I got kicked out of the tournament before that because <laughs> goddamn, bruh. It was, it was cold. But Fade... Let the record hold. This nigga maybe beat me twice in life versus the <laughs> 10 to 20 ass whoopings I delivered to him. And Die, he was using Die, and I, that's another reason why I want to watch Dragon Quest. Die was a great character to play with. That's in my Jump thing. Force. Like, if the anime is good, it might get, get me interested in playing the game. So, for sure. Shout out to that 2020. All right. There's a, a new manga out, too. I wanted to, I wanted to, well, not new. It's like relatively new. I want to say it dropped this year. And I almost copped it the other day just to start getting into what the Dragon Quest story is. But now, I'm not saying I don't have to, but now we're getting an anime. So yeah, I'm glad I didn't cop it. But. The anime might make me cop the manga and want to put it in my collection. If it's actually, I don't know who's writing it. I just know Toriyama's behind the character design. Yeah, that's it. But if we get good story. When we get more information, we'll let you guys know. Also, small news before we get into the the discussion for the day. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, I believe, animation director is going to be the same dude who did Full Metal. Or the same person who did Full Metal Alchemist mm. Brotherhood. I believe it's animation uh, or producer. It's one of those. But same crew, so tight on that. Um, let's get into the discussion, man. We don't have any questions today, but... This is our Attack on Titan apology episode. I had already apologized a little earlier saying that this show was amazing, but now... 
Chris, it's your turn. Are you apologizing? We told y'all it was coming. And the only thing I will apologize for, because a lot of things I said, not always, I never like to eat my words. Saying as far as that. it was mid. That. But yeah. see, the, the thing that I that I always said was, I didn't watch it, but it doesn't look appealing. And from what I did watch, which was the first three or four episodes, I didn't like it. And that's what I usually used to say. But then whenever people come with hot take opinions, I would diss they shit and be like, shit looks mid. This shit's trash. Y'all talking about mid on Titan, <laughs> Attack on Mid. I, I had a lot of jokes. I, I get these jokes off. And I will apologize for some of those harsh jokes because I have to eat all of those words now because I am not caught up manga-wise. But at the end of season three... Uh, is where I'm at now. I've watched every episode. I've literally, uh, I watched the second season in one day. Like I was at the end of season one, like maybe one or two episodes before season one ended. Now I finished that and watched the rest of season two. One what day. Did season three end with, uh, fucking Aaron looking at the sea and shit and being like, "Oh, nigga, the sea is real." Look at the salt water. Oh. I told y'all niggas. Oh my god, they're all frolicking in it. And yeah, he's sitting there. And it's it, bittersweet to him. Yeah, because it's like, well, we about to go from here. Like, we gotta go. Yeah, because some fucked up bombs just got dropped towards the end. Yeah, we gotta cross the ocean. Yeah, it's disrespectful. Some shit is going on. I'm just disrespected. But season one and two ended on cliffhangers. I'm so thankful I waited till season three was out to catch up because now I'm at the end of season three. I'm like, okay, it's not a cliffhanger. I want to know what's, I don't know what's going to happen next. And I want to know what's going to happen next. Next season is going to blow everybody's mind. Exactly. But you remember when season one ended? Yeah. Where, I was um, like, fuck, what's next? I think it, it wasn't even done or had just ended with the, uh, the female, the, the Titan the, getting fucked up. And I think it was just like. Them putting her in that ice shit and them like, all right, now we got to research other yeah, Titan forms. They don't get back to the village and until... I feel, I feel like one of the scenes to end was the little chip of the the wall falling. You see the eye of the Titan. Or maybe that was season two. I don't know which one that was. No, because I, I don't even remember. You you didn't get to the uh back to the, what's it called? To the village until season two. Like, mm. you, you don't even get to the point where they're running away from the Titans. And uh, going back to the village and they're dumping bodies off the fucking uh, shit because it's getting too heavy. You don't even get to that till season two. So I'm sitting there like, there's no way I wouldn't be able to get to a conclusion to this. If like season one ended and they made me wait for two years to just get a conclusion on what happened with the female Titan. Yeah, it was a lot. I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there, bruh. Uh, did you know too, uh, whenever the female Titan was first introduced that it was, um, what's her name? Annie? What's her name? Annie. Did you I, know it was Annie? I didn't know it was, Annie. well, I figured it out it was Annie because it looked like her, but... Annie was never an important enough character for me to even know her name See, I until got spo- that moment. I got spoiled. Reiner was Armor Titan. I, I didn't know that until... Because I remembered Armor Titan. I remember Colossal Titan. But whenever they it was announced that they were them, it was like, okay, I saw Colossal Titan and Armor Titan. I saw y'all two niggas. But never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that y'all would be the fuck niggas. I got that- spoiled for him. I didn't get spoiled for Colossal Titan or Annie. But I, I got spoiled for Beast Titan. I didn't get spoiled for Beast Titan either, and I did not expect that either at all. Yeah, Makes his, sense. His uncle. Crazy. Makes sense. Like but nuts. When I when I saw the female Titan, I don't like I said I didn't remember Annie's name. She wasn't even important to me. She stood out, but so did fucking uh Potato Girl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My girl fucking uh damn, I'm blanking on the names right now. But um, I always call her Potato Girl because that shit is funny. That, that's how I remember her too. Shit. That's an iconic like, scene. It's, it's she's not, badass in her Sasha. The only, yeah, Sasha. She's badass in her own right. But I mean, it's like, do we remember Sasha, Connie? Uh, well, we remember Connie because his mama died. And he got that girl ass name. Yeah, the nigga's I, name is. Connie. But the only niggas I really remember are Jean, Mikasa, Armin, Aaron, Levy, the gang, and the then, main gang, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Lieutenant. Uh, she fires. She the smart lady. Uh, 
I forgot her name. With her glasses. I, I always call her the, the fucking uh, sign. Hydra. It's, 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 it's something with a hand. Hand. No, no clue. Or, or, it's H-A-N-G-E. Hange. Yeah. A, that's a weird name. Yeah. So but, Attack on Titans. Fire, man. Best of the decade? I want to say it's, one in of that, the best? it's in that ballpark. Because it, it has so many moments in there that captured me. That And I, I got to say... uh. I just got to throw this out there. Shout out to my boy, uh, Connor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my son, Connor, because he was talking to me about it, and he kind of convinced me and sparked me. Like, like, it was a straw that broke the camel's back, and I was like, shit, I got to watch this. But what really made me turn around was whenever we did ABC, uh, ABC Anime Fest at the the uh, Convention Center Cajun Dome. And, and those girls came up to bro, you. Those girls made me feel like a complete idiot for not knowing shit about Attack on Titan. And I'm sitting there like, bro, it's me. And they were like, well, I didn't tell them that. Yeah. I'm sitting there in my head like it's mid, whatever. But the way that their emotion on their face was like, what? <laughs> she was like, I'm fucking with you. They looked niggas. at me and was like, he don't. I was like, look, man, I can't do nothing about that. And I, I didn't understand. <laughs> and the thing is, I knew you hopped on it. And I was like, okay, so Lynn, Lynn fucked with it. and So it must not be trash. But I'm still sitting there. I'm like, well, it's not trash, but it might still be mid. It might be all right. Uh, and then I saw other people talking about it. I'm sitting there like, bruh, what the fuck? Like, I it's remember nuts. stopping at like episode four or five. Like, I'm... He's still trying to learn how to work the little fucking string shit where he straps his boots in. And yeah, that now, shit's not even important. <laughs> but now I go back and watch it, and it was it was legendary to rewatch. But even when I watched it the second time, I'm sitting there like, damn, when does this get good? And there was one point in season one where I was just like, oh, this was this was going on. Yeah, it's low key a mech anime on the low. Yeah, whenever you said that, I didn't understand it. But once I started seeing that. That they, uh, they control the Titans. And... Yes. Once I started seeing how they control the Titans too, it's like, nigga, you could just come out in and out the Titan like that? Yeah. I thought like it was Titan form. Like you can go Titan form and then transform back. But there is a specific way that they do it that feels very Gundam-esque. Yeah. They like bite their blood and then they like the, the skeleton comes over them. And then like when they get out, they like they're ripped from it. Like their their eyes are like all fucked up because they've been attached to this it's shit. so fucking weird. Like, yeah, it's wild. Shout whole, out to the creator. I still don't know a lot of things about these dumbass, ugly nigga Titans. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, we know a lot more because I will say this. Uh, I, I kept going You learn everything in season four. And you learn a lot in season three. But, like, but, you learn, like, why they exist, like... And that's what I want to see. Yeah. But season one, you feel me? I got a lot of questions. I'm like, I hope season two answers these questions. Did season you think it was drops, as intricate as it was going to be when season one started? Um... No, but it, it was that- as intricate as I thought it was when I heard Twitter talking about how intricate it was. I saw that. I saw Twitter talk about how how deep it is and how crazy the story goes. I'm like, okay, so the story must be why people get there. And I'm, I must have not been as invested in the story to see what was going on. But it's a, it's a certain point in the shit see, where... See, my thing is, if you like this, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood has to be watched. Because ah, it has the same type of... This is just so... This is different. Because I watched the whole first half of Full Metal Alchemist, but it didn't get to the point where... Even when that dude didn't die? I don't remember. It's been so long since Maze I watched Mace Hughes? Hughes didn't die? That didn't reel you in? When I'm it was like, oh shit, who killed Hughes? I'm going to have to rewatch it. Yeah, man. Because I damn. stopped at an episode where I wasn't too passionate on where I was. Did you watch the dog nigga kill his, kill his daughter? Oh, I saw that for sure. Did you watch... You oh, wait, Hughes yes. Died? Whenever Hughes died. In the phone booth? Shit didn't get hot after that? It, like, I ain't going to lie. That's when I started taking it serious. I was like, okay, this is a real show. But it didn't have me knee deep into it like whenever I was watching the whole Annie female titan shit or even before oh well yeah well that's you wouldn't get to that till like Mustang fought like one of the bro what I'm telling you when Annie was standing in the entrance way to that underground shit and Armin and fucking Aaron was like hey yeah bitch come down here we're just we're just gonna do some shit you know it's no big deal she was like I'm not going down there they were like come on she's like I'm scared of dark she was like what (laughs) bitch if you don't get down there I'm sitting there like 
they don't announce that they're about to do that. I'm sitting there like, oh, oh, shit, I knew it. I knew it. Oh, shit, they really about to, they about to expose her right now? How they about to fight right now? They gonna fuck the city up and she go Titan mode. And that's literally what happened. She went Titan and then this nigga had to fight her and shit. And the thing that busts my head how um, into the story I was when all the L's were getting got. Yeah. Because these niggas didn't catch a good W until season three, and these niggas didn't even really catch that. They got a few big W's, but it wasn't that big. Yeah, it wasn't nothing crazy. Their W's were moments but where see, they didn't get fucked up. My thing to you is, Full Metal Alchemist, if you didn't see Roy Mustang fight Lust or Envy, I think that's where enough. I stopped. I think that oh, was about to happen. Oh, but then you, oh my gosh, you stopped before like the female Titan shit happened. Because I saw um, Hughes die. And then I I was introduced to Lust and Gluttony and all these characters, but they didn't you really see do him fight. Much. Okay, well, I yeah. want to say I did see somebody fight. Maybe it was. You, you didn't see that bitch get burned up? No, I okay. don't think so. Well, then yeah, you gotta watch that. I'm gonna go back and rewatch Full Metal Alchemist because Full Metal Alchemist, Attack on Titan, uh, shows they like fa- Hunter they, Hunter. They, they fall in that cat like Full Metal Alchemist, Promise Neverland, Attack on Titan. They fall in this special category of shonen where it's like their stories are like. I'm not gonna say more intricate than a One Piece of Naruto and a uh, Bleach, but they're they're it's a different type. It's almost seinen esque. I heard a lot of people saying that um, Attack on Titan is shonen. What well, it is technically shonen, right? I think it might be shoujo. No, that's for that's the girl. Oh, that was well, it's so, it's, it's shonen, but it's not. It's it's like it might be seinen. Honestly, I don't think it's seinen. To me, it gives me seinen vibes because it does. The, it's not till the end till uh, Aaron was like in prison or whatever, locked up for doing that fucked up shit, trying to get him to give the um, yeah get Armin to be the Titan or whatever. But um, when he was in there, they said something about like he's fifteen years old, and I was like, whoa, 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 what? This was a grown ass man we were dealing with. This nigga's moving like he's twenty one. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, he's like he's like sixteen. 15. And I didn't I didn't know that's what we're dealing with. But yeah. like Naruto, it's clear because you see him grow from baby Naruto to uh, teen Naruto, and teen Naruto wasn't that different from fucking kid Naruto to me, personality wise, voice wise, look wise. He didn't look like how he looked as an adult. He didn't look but like Aaron Minato looks looked. completely different now. And Aaron, like he, he's a grown ass man, and then you start seeing him do Titan shit, and you start seeing him. He's in the army, but you gotta realize that back in the day, nigga, American army was young niggas, like seventeen year old niggas. You know what I'm facts, saying? Facts, no big facts, big, big, big facts. And I, I just love the whole fact that it's. And then, uh, then when you get to season four, I'll explain to you guys about the tie to North Norse mythology. You can kind of tell because these characters aren't tr- uh, traditionally Japanese. Like some of them have the look. But a lot of them uh, look like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. Based off of Norse mythology, man. Mm-hmm. And you could tell this is set in a, a crazy, and especially when they started getting into the backstory of the Titans. Of the and, worlds. Like, yeah, yeah of, like where Aaron's father came from. I that's never what, expected that's to what get flipped that the deep. show on his head, like real shit. Like, Season that three fucked me up. That there's a whole nother, like, city. Or, like, a bunch of cities. Yeah. Bro, that, that shit fucked me up so much to and they see hate, how. they hate Aaron's culture. Bruh. I didn't think the world was that big. Yeah. You no. gotta imagine it, but like it's like Hunter Hunter. You only get you only get introduced to so much of the world before they let you in, get they, another piece. They pulled the promise Neverland, but like l- damn near when the show's about to end, like which is crazy. I'm not gonna lie, bro. This like one, at first you're thinking like, oh yeah, we're just dealing with these titans and like we don't know what the outside world's like, but like no, like there's like oof, there's other like the civilizations way, with technology. Like y'all are run by titan power, but these niggas got like bombs. Ah, uh, with, with like. With Attack on Titan, the way that they deliver the mystery and they execute on adding more mystery, because like I was saying, like uh, season one, 
got a bunch of questions. Season two, I thought I was going to get answers, hoping to get answers. Get I got maybe questions. answers to one question and got more, way more questions, infinity amount more questions. Then season three, they started unraveling certain, ans- uh, but certain then answers. just boom. But to say that I saw my main character get his ass whooped, saw his squad get murdered, saw all that shit happen, saw Buku L's get taken, saw Buku Exposition. Saw, saw the B- commander die. Saw the fucking commander die. To see all that and say I still made it to season three to like episode 60 is amazing. Especially I was after, it a long time ago. Especially after they start this whole new Queen Historia thing and he's supposed to be like the command. Like he's going now. So like who is running this Man, shit? Man, the whole Rod, uh, Rod and Historia um, situation fucked me and then, up. And then him slapping the device away so Armin could get the Titan power. And then, The whole Kenny Ackerman yeah, situation Yeah, the whole Ackerman family up. is just nuts. Bro, and just seeing that unfold, it was so weird. Because we always knew Mikasa and Levi were like connected in some way. Somehow. But Levi was acting like he wasn't connected to um Kenny. Yeah, at all. But he didn't. I don't think he knew. And the, the thing is, bro, it's like, nigga, y'all last, it's Ackerman, like, what, what are you, I'm sitting there confused, but I'm sitting there, he know, he knew him. Yeah. And it, it makes the world bigger, but it, it, it kind of fills in, it's like, Attack on Titan is this big puzzle to where we're slowly getting pieces. You don't know what the end of the puzzle is going to look like at all, but every time it fills a corner, you still see a big chunk un, uncovered, but the part you got to where it's one little full part in one little small area, it makes you like, yeah, that looks good. Big facts. No, I'm with you on that. So, so I, I definitely want to apologize to everybody who's a fan of Attack on Titan and who heard me roast Attack on Titan because now it's probably in my top 10 uh, favorite anime of all time just because of the impact. I never watched the whole season of one anime in one fucking day unless we're talking like Naruto, One Piece, Ben Nights. You know what I'm saying? See, and that's what best of the, It's up there best of the decade. We're going to have to do that conversation again because I feel like Attack on Titan would move. It's one me. of them, bro. It's, it's one of them. I got to look and see what else dropped this decade because it might be number one. That's what I'm saying. Yes, okay. it could, I don't want to confirm it. But it off could of, be off of how much I love it and bias of of how, me going off of the thrill of me just finishing it. But I've never finished a sixty episode series that fast. I, I haven't even finished Death Note that fast, and Death Note was uh, a little bit like this. shit was done in like a week and maybe a half. Oof! See, that's how you know. Good and story. I didn't watch it every day. I maybe had like four but max you wa- days. But when watching. you watched it, it was like, I'm watching all... That was like me with One Piece. But that's how it impacted so hard. That's why I'm so glad. Like, even Dr. Stone, I'm on episode, like, 12 right now because we, we reviewed the first few episodes, but as soon as we stopped reviewing it, I'm like, let me give myself a break on this because this is the show... Because you're a binger. And, bro, I binged it last night. I binged, like, six episodes or five episodes. I don't remember how much it was, but I liked the big picture that I got. To me, one episode... Of, of quality content See, is like Vinland a Saga must have been good for you then bro Vin, that's why that's why I still haven't finished it because uh, you remember how I was talking about how it was so trash at the beginning it's just yeah. whack I was like Attack on Titan in it. this is garbage niggas is overhyped y'all motherfuckers saying Demon Slayer is mid but y'all <laughs> repping this <laughs> episode 3 was garbage and I was like son I'm like I'm on episode 12 now I'm like oh shit but when you watch things like that it presents itself to like as like a big movie I think that's what makes shows like um, regular shows like uh, Game of Thrones um Shows that don't stick to that, the traditional it goes thirty to minute that epic that epic feel where it's like an mm-hmm. hour long mini movies. And I love seeing those big long ass episodes. I used to watch Prison Break. Prison Break was like an hour long of an episode, and I'm sitting there like Shit. Breaking Bad falls in that trope. Sopranos, uh, Game of Thrones. Now it's like these new shows like Watchmen, Witcher, uh, Mandalorian. But, Mandal- shows, but Mandalorian's thirty minutes though. I'm not gonna give them credit for that shit. A lot of these fucking shows that's going straight to streaming services, they don't have to worry about network uh, restrictions, time slots. Yeah, like, they don't have to worry about making an hour episode. They can make a fucking 
a fucking like 45 minute and episode, episode I'll, one, 20 minute episode, Vinland's, episode two. That's why Vinland's so fire because it's an Amazon original. It's not tied to like mm-hmm. Japanese network structures where like One Piece and and like all these other shows have to be 30 minutes inside the, the Japanese television slots. I feel like these companies, dog, if you're going to go all out and drop a fucking uh, anime. Uh, might as well be 45 minutes to an hour. I'm. I was about to say, might as well throw a dub with this a simul oh, dub. Look at you. Because goddamn Funimation is getting simul dubs for Fire Force uh, a week or two late on Doctor Stone, and we don't even have any word of of a fucking. I don't think we get no Vinland dub no time soon. I hope we do. I hope because to be honest with you, that could be exit. Because I've been watching Attack on Titan uh, dubs. Sorry, sub niggas. I watch a lot of sub. I do. I really do watch a lot of sub. But when I have the option to watch dub, unless the dub is terrible or it throws me off, I'm going to watch the... I've been watching Fire Force dub. Fire uh, Force dub is actually pretty good. I've been watching My Hero sub and dub. Oof. Uh, Don't get me I like to, I like to check both of them because I like certain characters uh, in the dub, but I like a lot more of the characters in the in the sub, to be real. And that's how it is with Demon Slayer. That's how... Well, with uh, Hunter Hunter, it's kind of... I'm kind of equal it's, on. Yeah, it's about the same. Uh, Naruto, I have my quirks with both sides. Shit, fuck, fuck the Naruto dub, bro. Bro, I, I be I, watching One Piece Funimation dub, and I'm not oh, gonna lie, bro. Oh, Some of it's not. I don't bro, know how you, bad it is in the in sub, bro, but you bro, be tripping, bro. The big three subs are like god tier subs. Me and my girl been rewatching Thriller Bark, and like whenever you get to Gekko Mori, he's like, I'm like, oh shit, is that how he sounds in the fucking sub? That's so annoying. It's kind of that's not, but that's just laugh though. It's like it's like uh, that's the most. It's like Blackbeard's ha but that's not as annoying as this nigga shit. He did it so much. Yeah, no. But there see, my thing is, my thing is with the One Piece dub, I can't take gum gum black shot or gum gum red hawk. And when they say it in English, whereas when he really says it in Japanese, it it's like gummo gummo. And then when he does, it's like it's just different, man. Like the sub attacks that Luffy says versus the sub attacks that Luffy, the dub attacks Luffy says. I can't take the dub one but seriously. See, see what I'm saying is there's a Gear lot. Gear Segundo is is the coolest sub. When that nigga in, in his lobby and you heard him say sub and you heard him say Gear Segundo and he hits the ground and he about to fight that nigga, uh, uh, the nigga with the door door fruit with a, the who who looks like a bull. Mm-hmm. When he, yo, you can't tell me that shit wasn't bad. A lot of shit is different as far as line wise. Like, what do you call uh? Sniper King? Uh, Soge King. Soge King. And, and that like, shit was fire when they put the Japanese song in it uh, and it was like, Soge King. And they said, nah, that shit was amazing, bro. But, and like, um, they call him the Mugiwara a lot because yeah. they're always saying Straw Hat, Straw Hat, Straw no, Hat. Uh, Mugiwara no Luffy. Exactly. And like shit like that. That shit is fire. Um, I know that it makes a, it's more impactful for a lot of things, but what I'm trying to use that as an example is for shows like, like did you watch, uh, how did you feel about the uh, One Punch Man season one dub? I didn't think it was bad. I liked it. I'm, I, I, I feel like they executed pretty well. Yeah, cause that, but see, there's shows like that I could do. Like, that's one that I could do. Like I said, Fire Force, I actually really like their their dub. But see, it, it depends on the kind of show. Like, Cowboy Bebop, Yu Yu Hakusho, iconic dubs. But usually, a lot of the trash dubs you get, and these... Okay, not to get too deep into the sub versus dub shit. Yeah. But I feel like a lot, and I've never, we, we had the whole sub versus dub conversation. I didn't kind of mention this, but I feel like a lot of um, the sub niggas' hatred towards dub comes from the fact that they're super otaku. They watch the Dragon Balls, Naruto's, One Pieces, but their problem gets to whenever they start watching the Parasites, when they start watching the Slice of Life, when they start watching the everything that's not mainstream because everything gets dubbed 
But say you're one of those guys who used to watch all dub, you get to like all the more obscure shits that you, you start you watching wouldn't watch. And that shit was trash for a long time. Everything that wasn't big name, Dragon Ball, on Toonami, if it wasn't airing on TV, they didn't put as much care, time, effort, money into it. So that kind of created a stigma for it. But even shows that are as recent as Attack on Titan, that dub to me is iconic. Yeah, the Attack on Titan dub is good as well. I had an argument with a guy on Twitter who was like, man, to be honest with you, because he was like, what? You watch the dub? You tripping, son? The sub is better. I'm like, the sub could be better, but what I'm saying is the dub isn't terrible. People dub, I mean, sub niggas are like, dub is trash. Dub is not the same as when Naruto was coming on Toonami every day. Exactly. Because as much as I love Naruto, and I watched it weekly, I hated, I love Kakashi, love Sasuke dub, hate, I couldn't stand Naruto dub. Couldn't, didn't like the character until I jumped to sub, and then he became mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters. Uh, he was just an annoying kid throughout most of Naruto. Now see, imagine, imagine, and that's, that is one of the biggest shows of all time, biggest anime series of all time, most popular. Imagine me being fucking 16, watching Sekirei when Netflix first dropped, Desert Punk, um, fucking all the etchy shit that I used to Fire. watch, Icky Towson, High School DxD, High School of the Dead, all these shows that aren't as huge as Naruto. Naruto's not doing the best job. So imagine all these motherfuckers who they're not putting Ooh, even a 10% could, of that budget into the dub. I could imagine the Desert Punk dub because the sub is pretty damn good. I like the dub, but it was definitely corny in some parts and there it wasn't perfect, it, but I did it, like it. Because it's a con, like, Desert Punk it has very, a lot of comedic elements to it and it's like, I could see how that, because it goes back to when we talk about Japanese humor. If that dub isn't done a certain type of way, it, it won't execute. This and uh, American animation audio uh had certain niche not niches but they had certain uh what's the word uh uh tropes yeah. like you would see a character that was badass and they all had that same voice you'd see a character that's funny they all got that same voice you know what i'm saying so a lot of them would use uh use american tropes in anime and it just didn't fit the same as the sub voices did but i gotta say attack on titan hit so hard um and being that it was, it wasn't necessarily Japanese characters. Because imagine you're watching Tokyo Ghoul, Dead Man Wonderland, uh, My Hero. These shows that take place in Japan in a Japanese setting where characters are speaking Japanese. The characters' names are super traditionally Japanese. The location names sound Japanese. The you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the fucking characters' names are Japanese. Everything has that kind of Japanese accent to it. To where you're like me. You know what I'm saying? You're like Kirishima, Kirishima, Ochoa, Ochako, Midoriya, Madoraya. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not saying I'm butchering everybody's names, but <laughs> we don't know because it's super Japanese. So you're watching shit like One Punch Man, not One Punch Man, uh, Attack on Titan. Characters' names are like Aaron, Sasha, you know what I'm saying? Levi or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You're seeing a bunch of these ca- Mikasas, like Japanese. The, yeah, the most. But, um... Irwin. Shows like uh, Full Metal uh, Alchemist. You're getting... Yeah, Edward. Yeah, Edward Elric. You know what I'm saying? You're getting a lot of American sound. Not Roy just American Mustang. sounding, but non-Japanese sounding character. Roy, exactly. So when you get into something like um, uh, Vinland, Vinland Saga, the, the dub could be great if they it go... It could be Game of Thrones-esque. You could go with the theme of that Viking-esque. Like, you... you Americans know how Vikings sound. We have a million movies referenced. We got that. a show called Vikings. That's a hit series. We have a bunch of terrible uh, 
representations of whitewashing Japanese culture, whitewashing French culture, even though they're white out there. But you know what I'm saying? We we definitely fuck up a lot of other culture shit. Whenever you could do that, what we're really good at is that fucking English accent. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the UK kind of accent and just that old Lord of the Rings type shit. <laughs> Nigga, we love that Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings accent in America. We be eating that shit up. So if you give us like an English dub, give it that Yeah, feel. I'm not gonna lie. That shit could be kind of fine. They could make that shit feel iconic. Yeah. They could drive that shit home to where that could be one of the best dubs of the year. No, I'm, I feel you on that. Let's jump to the Fire Force review. So we got episode 21, Those Connected. Obi and Vulcan face off against Dr. Giovanni and Lisa, during which Giovanni tells Obi about the nature of the Ayadola Burst. Shinra has an unusual experience that leads him to find Sho, but the reunion proves more volatile than they hoped for. This is pretty much where Lisa gets kind of like, Nigga, you can't help her. She's a she's a lost cause, but I'm gonna leave her here with you so she could mess up your life more and fuck fuck your shit up. That's wait. What you, so wait, the first episode was the um, was the Giovanni shit. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was the second one, but uh-uh. you're right, you're right, because they they showed a little bit of the, of the show. Shinra fight. Yeah. But um, Giovanni's a fuck nigga, bro. Giovanni's an asshole, bro. Like he did some bitch shit in this episode. I, I never really liked him. Liked him. Me neither. But, but like this was like damn, bro. Like not only do you have this girl under your spell and you've tortured her, but like. Now, when she want to come with you, you tossing her to the side to suffer. And Lisa's B. Like, that's... Yeah. From day one, I was like, damn, she thick. Then after that, I was like, damn, she could low-key be a good character. She don't want to be an asshole. Vulcan fuck with her. I fuck with her. I fuck with Vulcan. Vulcan's, yeah. like, one of my favorite characters of this show. Um, and the plan that he came up with to save Obi's life when Giovanni was, like, shoot him. He was like, nah, nigga. These niggas got bulletproof shit on. Come on now, Giovanni. Bro, I that, made the gear. Whatever. First of all... With the whole thing where he's like, yeah, shoot that motherfucker. And he was like, I don't want to shoot him, though. You knew he had the fucking bullet. Well, he knew he had the bulletproof armor yeah. on, but he played it up. And then right after that, nigga was like, so it don't matter. He got bulletproof armor. You still a bitch. You can't fight. I'll just kill you. Yeah. And he was like, oh, for real? And he had that little penguin armor shit. I was like, oh, yeah. So you're not about to just be the, the fucking mechanic. You're about to actually throw hands. If you got it and use... He kind of reminds me of Frankie. I like the fact that he's not no bitch. And just the fact that they... They hyped Tamaki up to do shit, and she never does. And they hyped him up to not do shit, and he he showed his ass. Yeah, he did. And Obi got some good stuff in, too. But uh, Obi really just learned about the idol of Burst, how, like, that fire's the mortal fly fire. They're from, like, a different... Gener- it's from, like, a different dimension. Crazy. And the evangelist is, like, this person who allows this Amaterasu f- fire that's, like, the divine fire to come out. And, like, that's what's causing spontaneous combustion. So, like... Damn, I wonder if Shinra can stop spontaneous combustion by controlling the idol of burst. But this episode was fire. We see the start to the fight, and they're like, in this fight, we learn that Sho is stopping time with his power, and that's but, wild. But too. it gets expanded on more in the next episode. I, I do like the, um, you know, all the Vulcan and Lisa shit, but I did like the fact that they addressed. Didn't wasn't this the episode you got to first see the Evangelist's like face? No, that's the next episode. Oh, it's the next episode. Okay, well, we got, I'm, gonna touch, I'm gonna touch on that after. But, but what would you give this episode one through five? I'll give it a good damn, bro. I want to give this shit a five, but it's a four point, a yeah, four I'm, point like seven, eight to me. I'm giving it four point five because the next one's getting a five. This sure. one to me, like, was but all the Giovanni like that's artwork was that, awesome. That brings it so up. Like, remember right before um I, I wanna say that shit might have ended on the next episode. Because like I remember like he stopped 
Oh, no, that was after the commercial. Yeah. But he stopped and he went over her head and he was like, bitch, did you forget? You trash? And that shit just looked so crazy. Yeah, that art. I was like, ooh, that's intense. I was like, please, son, just let her go. Because she really didn't seem like she wanted to be doing this. She had like Stockholm Syndrome to where she was, he was an abuser and he was definitely mentally and psychologically abusing her. But she was sitting there like, please, no, I'll do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because she's literally... That dude was doing some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? It made me hate him more. It made me love her more as a character. Love Vulcan more as a uh, character. Seeing him react to that. Um, that episode definitely deserves that high, a high rating to me. Because just for the fact that you got all that show Shinra evangelist content exposition. But it wasn't just a straight ex- exposition episode with not too much um, action. You got a lot of action. You got a lot of elsewhere action. So... I really like seeing the way they did this. This character kept me, I mean, this character, this episode kept me out of tension. Yeah. And no time he gets bonus points. This episode made me realize, like, I'm so happy I stopped reading so I could watch it because it's like, this is amazing. I'm giving a 4.5, man. Solid episode 21. Let's jump to episode 22. This is where it was like, I told Chris, I was like, this one felt like kind of how Demon Slayer episode 19 felt like. This was one of the ones where they got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of things they set up paid off in this. And they did a good job with animation. This is episode 22 of Brothers Determination. As Shinra and Sho continue to share their idol a link, Shinra learns a startling truth about the origin of the of his idol, a burst flame. Shinra comes to understand the link's nature further, developing his skills even more in an effort to reach Sho. So Shinra realizes that his power comes from the evangelist. We see the evangelist, but the evangelist's dimension of his power he has to give you a grace or a blessing to be able to use the fire the right way. And then, but Shinra is a, is getting his grace through his link with his brother. And then that allows him to find his power where show stops time. Shinra moves through time faster than it at the speed of light. So before show can stop it, he's already in particle form zooming past it. And then it's going to stop when show stops it and kicks his ass. So this is, this is crazy stuff, bro. Yeah, that shit busted my head to see that he could like transform into like particles and, and transfer through time because time travel, you know, it, that's how that works. You try you you transfer into particles, I guess. Yeah. That exposition was a little bit confusing to me. Even the exposition about the um like how you, you just broke it down to me better than I could have broken it down. Um just as far as the evangelist, how he gives out the, the power. Yeah, and everything. he gives out the grace. Uh of the uh, and that's the original flame and I believe that's the stuff that's causing spontaneous combustion. It is. I, yeah. I was confused about that to a certain extent, like while I was watching. Like I understood a little bit, but um, I don't know. I, I just and we got to see his face too, like you were saying. Then with the with the exposition, because homeboy with the fro, the uh, smart nigga with the fro, he was kind of breaking down the. He was trying, shit. but like that was just like science talk. And to me, it just seemed like not saying it seemed like forced expedition, but I was like exposition or whatever. But I was like, uh, it was needed. You got to the end of it, and I was like. Okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, mean, I was like, I, I don't get it, but I'm like, I get it. They could have said that, like, all they could have said was, oh, yeah, Shin removes at life speed, show stops time. Yeah, they, But they, they went the extra mile to try to explain it. And I appreciate that. Wise. Yeah. I, I really do appreciate it, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I, it didn't take me out of the um experience. But like, it wasn't it needed. Yeah, it, it seemed a little excessive. I feel you, know, 100%. But the animation in this beautiful, the fight between Shinra and show, the way that Shinra is getting through to him with showing him his old memories, and it's like, Throwing show off guard, but Shinra got his ass whooped in the beginning part of this episode. I really love seeing the whole dynamic between Shinra's like, nigga, you my brother. And he's like, nigga, I'm not your brother. Yeah, Stop you can't fucking just playing walk with up me. In son. My life at like 14 and Stop then putting to- these memories in my head, son. I don't fuck with you. I don't know you. I got my family now. And he's like, nigga. I like I, what stood out to me was whenever Shinra was like, look, bro, 
I don't give a fuck how you feel, my nigga. He was like, yeah, I've been knowing you since before you had them these kind of memories. I have real nigga memories. I've been thinking about you consistently for the past. And I promised our mom. And not even that. He, I thought you was dead, nigga. Yeah, that's true. And ever, I thought you was dead the whole and I time it on you were myself. dead. All these years you were dead. I blamed myself and I wished I could take you back or get you back. And I wish I could just spend time with you. I wish I could have my brother back. It, and now that, that you're back, you think I'm about to let you be in a bitch fucking stop the, me from? The line he says that got me was like, I wish for you to be back every day of my life. And now that, like, you're back, you expect me just to, like, squander that? Like, it makes point. Like, if you got the one wish that you always wanted, it's like, mm-hmm. would you? what would you do with it now that you got it? And it's like, he has to do the best. Mm-hmm. He got to do the most with it. And he's sitting there, like, laughing. At, not saying laughing at all, but he's sitting there like, bruh, I'm not going to stop. Like, what do you think this is? Yeah, he's I don't like, give a fuck, I, I know what you're saying. He's like, I get it. He's like, I get it 100%. But I'm here now. And for you to think I'm going to walk away, that's just naive. Like, you just got to deal with this now. It's something that we're, we're, we're going to butt heads, and I will be the victor. And if not, I'm going to go out. Swinging, yeah. yeah. And it's like, because, bruh, this is, you expect me to kind of convert to your mentality. But it's like, I've been having this mentality longer than you've been. I'm still interested to see how Joker plays in all this. Does he is that going to be next season Same. with his plan? Like, and how do they solve this Iadola mm-hmm. burst link? And thing? then another one more thing about that little thing. I like the fact that Shinra kept talking about we playing a game, and he was like, "We're not playing no fucking game." He's like, "This is the game." Yeah, this is it. I'm enjoying this. And like yeah. Shinra's basically just smiling. He's like, "This is fun to me." And yeah, he's like, "Take that smile off." He's like, "It's a nervous tick." But he's like, "No, no, I'm actually happy to be with you, yeah. my brother." He's like, "Bro, I know you're trying to kill me and shit right now, but it's still good to." You're not dead. You're here. I'm talking to you. We've conversed. It hasn't been the best conversation, but nigga, I thought you was dead for the past few years. So this is better than nothing. This is better than that. That fucking resentment, yeah. that hurt and that pain. So I love seeing that. But like you were just saying, I'm interested to see interested to see more of where they go from here. Yeah, where they go from here with all the other characters introduced because he got that bomb dropped on him by a nigga who is not even present in this little arc. And the fact that the the nigga that squad one with the eye patch, he said he didn't wish Shinra to come he ever come here. So he must have known about Shinra when he said it felt like an earthquake. Mm-hmm. Does he like does he end up fight like what how does he play in all this? I, I feel like they're they're um setting a lot of characters up to come back. And even the characters that are like uh the white white clad, like homeboy that was hiding uh in the last fight. Um, and that girl that was introduced. Yeah, who's she's an idol of burst too. And I saw that and I'm like, they're introducing these characters and putting them on the back burner just so you know they're there. You know what they about. So when you know we do the do. big fight. And when they come out of nowhere, you're not going to be hundred percent surprised. It's not going to feel like a forced fight. It's going to feel like a part of the, the series. So I ranked this up. I ranked this up episode of five. I'll give this one. I want to give it a five, but this is going to be, it. it it's going to rank the same to me. 4.78. That's just because solid. it hit, uh, it hit super hard, but I did want to, because that fight animation, I, I'll give him that. And just the, the animation in that other world. Uh, what beautiful. Was it the um, the, the uh, hell. Yeah, they called it hell. It was, yeah, that, he said that's what just humans call it. They just interpret it as, as hell. I want to give it a five. I really do. But it just didn't drive it all the all the way home for me. And I got a lot of uh, a lot of the same enjoyment in the last episode, if not more. You know what I'm saying? No, so I'll give it the same. As, cause I feel like it's a tie. I watched both of those episodes and came off of each one like, damn. So let's move on to my hero, episode 72, hey. Red Dorito. Oh, so this is the episode where we go into Kirishima's background or my guy Kirishima. The fight starts with him and Fat Gum versus uh, Rappa and these other dudes. And basically, Kirishima's holding his own, bro. Like, like he's like, wait, did the fight happens? Or is this one just the back? He, he got his ass whooped. 
he got his ass whooped like a bitch. And they went to all this backstory with him being like watching fucking Pink Girl. Yeah, but then he does his thing, huh? Yeah, he does his thing at the end. But the, the most of the episode was him sitting there crying. Yeah. I don't want to hear no shit about Midoriya crying because Karishima was in that corner like, oh man, yeah, he couldn't move. Like, bro, this nigga got hit once. Like, he got he got fucked up once and he gave up. He was like, I'm done. But, but gotta admit that nigga looks like the Hulk and hit him with a smash. It broke his hardening. And to he be hundred percent honest with you, that was his first big time battle too. And yeah, he did get fucked up fairly quickly. I would be like that too. I probably wouldn't have sh- shaken back from it. But I'm not, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm just saying he got his ass fucked up the first half, and then the whole rest of the episode was him being like, "No, no." But it went into the flashbacks, and it broke down to you. Not why? saying why, well, kind of why, but it kind of really it, it showed you why at the end he, he had that it up. strength. Yeah, because he's sitting there like he's remembering all that shit. Like, damn, I always been like this. I always been this bitch ass nigga. And then at the end, he's like, "Not today." And I named myself after my hero, Red Riot. I'm not going out like no chump. Exactly. I never, I never knew. My son was dying his hair like that. Yeah, you know his black hair was kind of drippy. You get some really, really good uh Karishima exposition. You get some really, really good that him Karishima and Pink, fight. Him and Pink Girl Sheeta got got uh chemistry. That and might be his future waifu. I like seeing that as well. I like seeing uh Pink Girl. She was just in that bitch, and she at she was kind of badass. Whenever she was at the beginning, I was just sitting there like, so she really just popped up to do that. I was like, that's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But then she stayed reoccurring in the flashbacks, and I was like. She was the perfect person to have in there because they're giving her some some shine. And it shows like other like whereas not all the female like we don't know anything about the invisible girl. We don't know anything about like She showed a lot of personality and character. they they put her in the same path as like Jiro and Fropi and like Ochako and like Yao Momo. Like she's like after those girls, she's right there. So like I'm glad they gave her some shine. And before she was a goddamn do nothing. Like she yeah. didn't do shit. I don't she was even with know invisible her name, girl. Son. Like yeah, we don't know her name. We just know it's Pink Acid Girl. I don't even know who the hell she is. But, <laughs> but the thing is, the, she showed her ass, and I got I came off of this I came off of this episode with more respect from her than I had before. And seeing Fat Gum go skinny and doing that big ass punch that was surprising to see. That was funny to see, and it was definitely uh, nice to see. What would you rate episode seventy two Red Rock? I'll give this one a good four point. Damn man, am I gonna give it a four point seven again? I'm giving this one a four point five. I'm gonna give it a four point. I'm gonna give it a four point seven, just cause I, I was bullshitting like saying he was crying the whole episode and the, the backstory. But I really loved the backstory. It was fire. I love it. All fits so perfectly. Like by the time I got to that episode, I was like, good for him. And it makes sense why Scott Sun Eater felt compassion for him because they're very sim. Like Sun Eater is more melancholy than Karishma is now, but their paths aren't that. Mm-hmm not similar they're very similar super similar they have similar personality types even though they're different people and i love seeing that i love the fact that you got a lot of charisma character and you got a lot of pink girl character out this episode you have to see fat gum kind of uh do Do his his thing thing yeah 100 percent. and to be honest with you that villain was badass too i love when you get a good badass villain yeah they have they were the spear sword combo and charisma and fat gum with this other spear sword combo Mm -hmm. and the barrier dude and rapper so far my favorite two villains in this little are them well, it's just that nigga with the, the mask on. Yeah, and, the rapper um, nigga, huh? H- the, him. The, the, the diamond nigga from the last episode. Oh, yeah. So those are my favorite two so far. No, 100%. Well, mm. next up we got episode 73, Tim Squad. The Hasaikai gets help from the League of Vizlands as the heroes continue to make their way to the to, to Chisake to rescue Aerie. And Rappa kind of tells Karishima and Fat Gum, like, yo, bro, y'all got to heal up because we're going to fight again. I don't give a fuck if, if I'm going to jail. I don't give a fuck. You niggas <laughs> heal up because you, you gave me true life. And he was like, fuck this. I'm snitching on overhaul. I don't give a fuck about overhaul no more. You niggas gave me a fight m- more real, more worthy. The only reason why I'm here is because overhaul beat me and I'm going to kill his ass before, I, before all said and done. Facts. So that shit was fire. He told him the whole plan. And then Fat Gum was like, wait, overhaul beat you? 
fuck? How the fuck we supposed to beat this nigga? Like, we been like, this nigga is that nigga. And we like, ugh. <laughs> who we got left to fight? I, is it Muriel Night Eye? Like, who, who's going to have to fight him but the boy, Deku? Bruh, yeah. You know it's going to be Deku. <laughs> Yo, but, that's crazy that Fat Gum was worried. It's like, we don't have a strong enough hero with us to fight this nigga. <laughs> that nigga just don't know. They don't know who they playing with right now, man. My boy was breaking his fucking arms the first couple of seasons. Now he whooping niggas' asses. <laughs> He wants smoke. Like, wait he, till you see Chisakis just start grabbing shit and it just start exploding. Just the way he was talking to Overhaul before. Um, Told him he was about that ruckus. Yeah, he was sitting there like, Why, what you doing to this girl? And then fucking Mirio was like, nigga, we're supposed to be being cool right now. <laughs> and he's sitting there like, fuck that, son. This nigga a bitch. I think I can, I can, I think I can take him right here right now. I was like, Overhaul son. Overhaul show niggas like, whoa. I, I appreciate the sentiment, son, but you don't know what you're getting into, Deku. Deku's like, nigga, I'm all might, nigga. What the fuck you mean? I'm gonna beat this dude up. Like, even this episode, he wanted smoke. He breaking walls and shit. I'm yeah, like, it was nice seeing Deku like do shoot style. Deku cry a lot. Niggas, niggas know that. Niggas bullshit him for that, but he is with the smoke and then seeing uh aizawa fucking fuck up toga but no this episode i think this episode i think put shigaraki on the path to where when he's completed his league of villains like arc that's coming up he needed to encounter overhaul and chisake as like a sort of villain rival because it was a lot of double crossing like yeah, I'm going to give you this piece, but it's only there to spy on you and then to fuck your organization up. And I loved that. I love the fact that uh, we didn't get to see the end of that little meeting. Overhaul kind of gave him a one-up at first. Yeah. Killing his nigga and like saying, yeah, I'm a, I'm here now, nigga. You niggas lay down. And at first- And, and all his villains stepped to him like, yo, you really falling for this? Yeah. And like he, he took and, off his mask and he was like, nah, I trust y'all. Like y'all gotta trust me. Exactly. And I, I love seeing that because it shows the kinship between the villains and it shows because I didn't think too much of it whenever uh he was sitting, they were sitting in that office together talking about trying to work out a deal. I wasn't sitting there like, damn son, he killed your homie and you trying to cop a plea with this But nigga? that's how his niggas felt. And w- seeing them and seeing their perspective, it was like, damn, that's true. Like you can't just tell a gang about, all right, y'all, we gonna work with him. He's like, damn, he just killed one of the homies. What if you have killed me? And he's like, they nah. live that street life. Like, <laughs> I like the fact you that they get didn't, back. when they first showed the meeting, I'm glad that they didn't wrap it up and show all this because right whenever you see them touch down, the two villains touch down and start wreaking uh, havoc. They're, they're against the heroes. They're against the heroes for sure since day one. But when you see that, that monologue of them not knowing why they were even there in the first, because whenever, uh, what's her own girl's name? It starts with a T. Uh, Toga. Toga. Whenever Toga pulls up and she, they sitting there like, oh shit, League of Villains? She's like, nah, I'm part of the fucking uh, Yazuka, uh, Yakuza right now. Yeah, but I don't know why. I'm and, just here. But she had said that, but she was just basically announcing, hey, we with the other niggas. Like, we not here to help y'all. Don't get it fucking twisted. And I'm sitting there like, what? what? So this is what they agreed upon? How? And then they get into the, no, they didn't agree upon it to just be like, let me scratch your back and stop killing my people. It's like, nah, you killed my dog. You want you want my help? I'm going to pretend like I'm falling for this shit, but I'm going to fuck y'all whole shit up from yeah. the inside, nigga. And, and I love twi- that. And, he, and Twice was like, I wanted to take responsibility for it. And he was like, Twice, what better way for you to take responsibility than do this? Yeah, exactly. This is your redemption arc right yeah, here. Yeah, facts. No, and it made sense. It ma- it's got me rooting for the villains. Yeah. To like, where, like, uh, we all know I'm telling there's going to be a arc, League of Villains arc. This arc makes the League of Vi- This is the beginning of, like, the League of Villains are more important than we thought in the beginning. Their growth is just as important as Class 1A's growth. Exactly. I'm caring for these characters and their backstory and what happens to them in the future like it's a, it's one of the heroes. You know what I'm saying? Big fact. I care about some of these villains now more than I care about some of the hero kids. This is going to turn into making Tomer one of the best shonen villains if executed the right way. Yeah, he's that's what Horikoshi setting up. Like. He's definitely turning into one of my favorites slowly but surely just because he got that mind on him, bro. He's not an idiot. No, and a lot of villains got that that secular kind of 
tunnel vision fucking goal to where like I'm evil. I want to do evil shit. I'm evil because humans betrayed me and all humans are bad. Then they got this like one little thing and they don't really deviate from it too much. This villain is one of those villains that's like he's got obstacles. He's got uh and he's got to grow from it and level up to get to where he wants to go. Like, it's like that's you don't that just shit. see him beeline towards doing the same shit over and over. He got these little shits to where he gets his own arcs. Like, you never see villains get their own arcs besides them being the main reason why the hero's having an arc. Yeah, no, that shit is fire. He's like, having his own arc during the same time Midori's having his own arc. And his gang is compared to, comparable to other great gangs like Arankar, uh, uh, freaking uh, Akatsuki. Like, his gang is fire. And they're proving themselves slowly but surely. Dobby twice, Mr. Compressed, Tom, uh uh, Toga. I think a lot of people hate My Hero Academia because people like me and you see that early. Like, the My Hero Academia fans see, like, the League of Villains as comparable to, um, like Phantom how you said, Troop the Akatsuki, yeah. And the thing is, me being 100% done with Hunter x Hunter, being 100% done with all these other shows, um, I can safely compare them to the Akatsuki knowing that they're not there yet because I see that potential in them. And they do have potential. A lot of people hate because people love My Hero, but My Hero has so much potential. To if And if the potential is executed to its perfection, it can surpass a lot of things that came before yeah, as far as show-wise, character-wise, arc-wise. This is one of the goats, the new generation goats for a reason, and every single episode proves it. Like, when I tell you since season four started, I haven't had one slow moment yeah i haven't had one since the first down. episode but even the first episode wasn't bad we the enjoyed first episode it. was good but everything since then has been steady straight i told you man season four was the season that makes it the show and the thing is it, it still didn't do anything game changing as far as you don't see the villains get any feats as far as like phantom true bakatsuki feats but you see their growth and you see their backstory get done in a, a breath you're seeing them beginning to become who we think they are exactly and it's a, a breath of fresh air to see villains get done this way see characters get treated this way i always talk about how the side characters as far as the heroes get nerfed and they don't get really too much shine but you see a uh, pink girl in the other episode you know getting her shine and it's like she was one of the characters who I didn't care about seeing. They made the ten ten of the show. They made me fuck with her more. Yeah, they made me, they gave her appeal for Where sure. Now she gets more lines in the future. I'm, I'm like, cool I fuck with, it. with her. Yeah, she stood up for them niggas that one time. She sunk that fucking. The She's a true hero. Station. Yeah, no, for sure. Like when I watch them girls freeze up and. Ah, they're like, tell me where the Heroes Association is. They were like, ah, pissing themselves. And she pulls up. She's like, the Heroes Association that way. And they're like, damn, you really snitching? She was like, I let them to the police office. She was like, y'all <laughs> niggas were just freezing up. I had to have some nuts about myself because nobody else did. Big facts. So I respected her more than I respected a lot of characters you see millions of uh, fucking minutes of, of in Naruto. What would you rank the uh, episode 73 temp, temp Squad? I'll definitely give this one a good... <sighs> This one a four point three for me. This one's a good four point three too. I'll give it a good four point three. Not not over a four five, but solid episode. Because we got a lot of niggas fighting walls. We got yeah, a lot of yeah. I'm not. Nah, nah, yeah. The next, villain shit was cool, but the main thing that I took away from this episode was the villain shit. Huh, next episode we get Mirio versus Overhaul Part One. We might get our five. Let's go. We might get a good five. Let us fucking go. But Chris, that's all the time we got this week. We are coming. I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, y'all are off next week." No. Next Tuesday is the Anime Talk Awards, January 31st, January 31st, excuse me, presented by Pure uh, Fix, Pure uh, Pure Figure Collections. Yeah, so shout out to them. But we're doing the Anime Talk Awards, brother, next week. I'm and excited. When I tell y'all, I want to tell y'all right now, check my Twitter if y'all don't feel like going to do the research. But I wanna, I'm going to find the original Anime Talk Awards link, drop it, because y'all got to go see the hot takes that was on that motherfucker. Like, I think I gave Todoroki... 
Uh, yeah, she was nuts. She was nuts. I gave <laughs> but Todoroki I, I will a, a say a lot of my one. predictions came true. And I, I got to go back and re-listen to see what our predictions were. I got to go see where we were think, what we were thinking last season. Uh, Kyle didn't even watch Demon Slayer yet. I'm sitting there like, you're like, hey, Tanjiro might be the go to next season. And I'm like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You know what I'm saying? But My Hero's coming back next year, so maybe. No. So, like, we... we uh. Definitely, y'all go check out the last Anime Talk Awards after this episode if y'all got some free time to kill in between now and next week. It's going to be video, man. We got to get our new video schedule out for the peeps. Oh, yeah, for sure. I can't wait for y'all to see these amazing figures we got, these this amazing setup we got with the posters. Just uh, We want to we want y'all to see us. They, got, they, got, they probably got a million people who listen to the pod don't even know how we look aside from our like Twitter, Abby. So Big facts. This is going to be a good... Um, a good a, a good move it's gonna be a good way to go out with a bang because and if y'all don't know content. yeah mm-hmm. if y'all don't know next year we're gonna be moving around a lot we're gonna be going state to state kind of being face to face with you guys we're gonna announce that and uh, we're gonna announce a lot of that and keep y'all updated on what, how we're moving next year but this is a, a great way to end off one of the best um the best years in anime in a long time yeah big and facts. It's, it's definitely a great way to bring in the new year which we're gonna have one of the best anime talk years uh we've had since we started like the uh 2018 was good. 2019 was exponentially better. But next year is the one. Yeah, brother. next year is the one. So we're going to close this one out and open the next one up the right way. Yeah, and you can find all information about next week's episode on Anime Talk Pod on Instagram. And you can follow Chris at. Wait, wait, follow you at Chris. You could definitely follow me on uh, at Chris SJE, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, everywhere. Just dropped a new song called Etchy. Uh, and I dropped a lot of lines uh, referencing a lot of characters for some who, you know how niggas want to be like, what? You never watched Naruto and One Piece. You don't like anime. You don't like anime. You're not an anime fan. Uh, I'll let y'all know. I started One Piece well into 2015 or 16. One Piece maybe in 2016, 17. So I'm catching on all these motherfuckers late as hell because most of my anime career was spent watching Slice of Life and Etchy. So if y'all want to quiz me on that, this song, the name drops, if y'all are Etchy fans, y'all are going to definitely... Uh, that's his bread and butter right yeah, there. Yeah, so y'all gonna know. Like, once y'all hear these names, you're gonna be like, no, this nigga didn't just say that name. Nobody watched that before. I can't believe this nigga. He, most people just talk about Dragon Ball and shit like that. So I, I really want to reach out to that part of the fan base and uh, just stay tuned for it's more content. Now? It's out now. It, it's out now on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, and, and Tidal. Spotify, it's probably tomorrow. Well, so. for everybody, we'll put a preview of the song at the end of this episode. And one more thing. Um, for sure, he Lynn mentioned it already. But with the Anime Talk Pod Instagram, uh, y'all go follow that and y'all be active because we're dropping exclusive content as far as stories. Uh, we literally just got reposted by Crunchyroll yesterday. Yeah, true. Shout out Crunchyroll. Shout out Crunchyroll for real. They gave us a little boost in followers. But literally, we post a lot of uh, Anime Talk related content relating to these episodes we dropped week to week. Uh, the last few posts we dropped were, um, what do you think? What was your best? Uh, what was your favorite? Or what do you think is the best One Piece arc, Naruto arc? Who would win out of Uvo and Taguro? Which oh, I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about that on the pod. Yeah, we really should have. We could. We can do it right now if you want. Yeah, let's talk. about We got time. So one of my home, one of my homies just commented on. I saw. Shout yeah. out my bro Tone. He said, and I wasn't thinking like this. I'm sitting there like I want to say Taguro. I t- I, I want to say Taguro too, but. The reason what makes me want to say Uvo is that we didn't see him max potential, I don't think. Mm. We saw Karapika kill him, but he wasn't really trying that hard after the fact he knew he it was too late, he was already going to die. The men shit, he was like, oh, the he accepted. The question is, can Ugovin take the blows from 100% Taguro? I think he could. And this nigga, this the same guy, flowers. he was biting niggas' heads off. At the same time, he was fucking screaming and killing niggas. Now, what my boy Tone said on Instagram was, bro... Taguro, how are y'all even debating this? He said, nigga, when you look at 
to Goro's energy, his fucking body's odor was killing niggas in the crowd. That is true. The lower level demons couldn't even be in his presence without getting singed. And Ugovin's a human, so... But with Nin, it, it seems like similar to... That's basically Hunter Hunter's spirit energy. Yeah. So I feel like if the show has ever crossed over, I feel like Nin would be able to combat spirit energy to a certain extent. Um, that's a good fight, man. I was I was on one when I thought that. I one. would love to see that, but bro, I, I had a, to plug the music again on my We've Got album. I dropped a song called Tagashi, and there are three songs on We've Got that I didn't name them this on Spotify, but on SoundCloud I gave them the parentheses name, like the loudmouth anime character. Yeah. I did uh, Asta versus Bakugo, and had like the Jump Poochie Warrior uh, fights or Jump Poochie Hero fight. Wait, sprites. you did have a Ugovin verse? I didn't even I, I didn't even put two and two together. I, I did a song called Tagashi. And uh, it was an ode to my favorite Tagashi. And I already have songs like Phantom Troop and uh, Mazuku where I dive deep into Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter Punchlines. But this one, I didn't really dive deep into the shows themselves. I just themed the hook around Taguro and Uvo. And I themed the song around um, to, uh, one of my main inspirations in writing, just uh, Tagashi. Yeah. So I, I, it's always a fight that I've always thought of because those two are those swole Tagashi characters that's like... You know what I'm saying? I'm muscular as fuck. I'm badass as fuck. And I will kill anybody anyway. You know what I'm saying? So That's I would why. love to see that. That's one of the uh, screw attacks should pick up. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going with your girl, man. If y'all do that shit, screw attack, death battle. Hit us shout, up. Yeah, shout, shout us, us out, out bro. For real, bro. We've been wanting to see this shit. I, I might have to slide in their DMs because this is one. Because they doing shit like he versus Sasuke. Do the shit we want to see. And, and and I still think Sasuke would win that. Sasuke would. But I, I was glad I was glad seeing you. You have to get a dub. <laughs> out, of, out of the world where we see fucking Goku take infinite L's to Superman in this the hey, rematch. Hey, bro, don't get me started on that because I could. That's, I a, whole nother, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. Yeah. But uh, definitely, I would love to see Uo versus Taguro. That would be an amazing fight. So just, if y'all have any thoughts on that. Let the, us know. The, the place to drop the comment. At Anime Talk Pie, and we will both respond. That's the thing. That like, the page will respond and me and Chris will respond. Right. And not only do we keep iconic posts, but our story, we keep uh, fan art. Because our story, we can be free. We can just drop whatever. So we drop like, anime related content, merch, if we want to uh, promote somebody's merch. Shout out merch. NamiWare. Definitely shout out NamiWare. Um... Our sponsor, we're gonna definitely be promoting yeah. their um, pure fiction collectibles. I don't know if they got an IG or anything yet, but once they, they start dropping Facebook. pics, we're gonna be dropping places where you could get anime music, anime clothes, anime merch. We're just gonna be kind of plugging y'all in to what we think is uh, dope. So it's gonna be giving y'all an inch. And then soon with the video content, uh, we're gonna be weekly dropping at least a little one minute clips so y'all can see a little teaser of what's to come for the episode. Yeah, big facts, big, big facts. And then when we go on the road, the vlogs. So. Oh, bro, just stay tuned. We got so many surprises for y'all. Like, if, if y'all are an anime fan, uh, anime talk fan right 2020 now, is going to be good. Bro, be y'all are going to... Y'all going to be eating in 2020. And you will be here to say you were there from day one, when, before we were on video, before we were touring. That's facts, yo. So, like, shout out to y'all, man, because we wouldn't be doing video and, and touring trust me, if bro, it wasn't for y'all. I remember everybody who hit hit my mentions. Shout out Gigi. Shout out Naps. Yeah, shout, shout out, out my uh, nigga Haz shout, shout out Haz. Shout out Luis Morello. Like, shout that nigga out, been there from the... OMG, bro. Yo, sh- yeah. Shout out to him. He, like, he comments a lot. Like, shout out to everybody who listened from the jump. And shout out if you're a new fan, because we love you just as much. And don't be scared to engage with us on our own personal social medias. And for we love sure, it. we encourage you to... Because uh, that's the main spot we go see it on the Anime Talk Pod on Instagram. And that's why we made it, so we could, like build the community and have like a hub for us like we we do this pod and we do it for a lot of a lot of reasons but one of the main reasons we do it for is to connect with uh, our audience because we love this shit we're not doing this shit for a dollar and we're we doing this for, shit we're passionate and about we're looking it. for anime friends people to talk about anime with us bro, on i love arguing with niggas because remember we had the uh yu yu Hakusho versus hunter hunter argument that was bro, solid 
after I, after I left from here, remember we went to a fade house? Yeah. I'm chilling with my bro Connor. I shouted him out earlier. I was like, yeah, man, we just had a long episode. It was fun. And I was like, I'm cottonmouth. I, I, I had a lot to say. They're like, what y'all were talking about? And uh, I was like, Hunter Hunter versus you, Hawk Show. And he was like, I hope you know. I hope y'all said Hunter Hunter won. And I was like, actually, nigga, <laughs> I said the opposite. And he brought a lot of points that kind of made me think, oh, well, Hunter Hunter does have a good argument for being better than you, Hawk Show. So, like, if any of y'all want to throw y'all's hot takes, if y'all are mad that I'm still saying Bleach is mid, but upper tier mid, if y'all are still mad that I'm waiting on a Vinland Saga dub, if Yo, y'all are still nuts. mad that I'm not finishing my uh, Full Metal Alchemist cut, I'm not get intrigued, on his ass, yo. please do. I need that push, bro. Once I get that push, I might convert. Get on his ass. But you can, like like you said, follow us at Anime Talk Pod. Follow Chris at ChrisSJ. You can follow me at LynnBWT on Twitter. Follow Bros Who Think at Bros Who Think. No other bros who think content this week because everybody's off for Christmas. Me and Chris are just we came in last minute. We was like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna give the people episode Merry Anime Must, uh Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate, happy holidays. This is our gift to you if you're an anime fan, because you guys have been so good to us this year. We wanted to give you this to finish out the year. But that's all we got. Anime Talk Awards next, next, next week, next Tuesday. Be on the lookout for that. But for Chris and my name is Lennon. You guys have a very Merry Christmas. And we'll talk to you before the new year. Until then. Peace. You kind of riding with me. That's Junichi and me. Nigga simping. Foolio with me. Meliodas, I'm sinning with my Lilizzi. Succubus. Suck me up, set to Mari, feel like young Kazaki, Fulio Saki, getting sloppy toppy, 2D buddy, I'm her 2D poppy, spaz like stas, I'm with Fuyubi Yanaki, yo girl Lipner, I'm killing her in them stockings, I feel like Saikike, I read her mind like a psychic, I feel like I'm here, she saying about that fighting, niggas lying, they are not hitting, she was with me when she told you she not trying to kick it, yeah.
as I kick it. I read her mind like a psychic. I feel like I'm here. She saying about that fighting. Funky bond chick, huh? She divine physics. Pull up with the chick, huh? And we get in lit. And she like to lick. And she like to lick. And she like to lick. Okay. She like to strip. Shout out to Lil Crystal, my girl Edgy, Edgy, uh, and she got that wet wet, fucking on my bushies. Her head game on SS, she climbed up the rankings, yeah, hit it from the side. Okay, bitch, I caught that flanking, put that on her spine and touch her cortex. She always said she wanted more depth. I think she was talking about emotionally and how I'm always sending short text, but fuck all that. I ain't trying to hear it. She knew what it was, knew she wasn't cuffed. She know all the bitches I get nudies from, cause she cool with some of them. Hey, I'll stay strapped till you know that I had to let loose some of them. Hey, and I keep on decks, so it really don't matter if I'm Losing some of them, yeah, ass off like warm across the bulls. You tryna fuck, gotta pay deductibles. Yeah, she works, she fully functional. I beat it up like it was indestructible. Yeah, I need a bag, yeah. Where is the money? Give me the loot. Doing like he say with these bitches, yeah. I need a boost. Checking up Nami with the wrist, yeah. Look how we move. Feel like a rock star. Bitches line up like two by two. She a maid's home room. Need my dick, go to. Just all zero two. Who on top, me or you? Look, this shit so crazy. Body count, hot Katie. Bitch wanna make baby, but. Only two of my ladies Yo, go, it's lit Then we ain't switch forms on it And I'm in a D-cups, the shit When I'm all thick, no Lin-Lin You with that freak shit, I'm blend Look at them curves like they bend You and my chick, a little no hand Ay, sister, sister like Ram Ay, 